All right, in an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Two o'clock after one of the all-time dramatic, insane local sports weekends. I So, Rico, here's what we have to do. I, I want to try to thread the needle and go Lions and Michigan with our setups of the two topics in between, but you guys, the callers, have to play a role. I, I, I can't just, I mean, there's no way we can just go, well, we'll wait till tomorrow to do, no, no. I can't change that we weren't on the air yesterday. But the Lions thing is a real thing, and the league boning them again is a thing. But your coach losing his mind is a thing. Michigan, the Rose Bowl, the drama, the comeback, that they're in the national title. Like, there's so much to unpack. I will throw the number up. Then Rico and I, basically every couple of segments, are going to present something new to you. And we'll just try to go back and forth on the two topics because you do radio for decades without having a pair of games like that for those stakes Mm -hmm. and, and the games coming down to final play and then overtime, like it's as good as it gets as a radio host. Yeah, <laughs> are you okay? I am because y- were you wondering like I was? Was Michigan going to go for two? Yes, I if did. They scored. Yeah, I thought for would, a minute. Would that... you just line up and go for two after the missed extra point and yeah. after the PTSD of what yeah. Dan Campbell did? Yeah, I I thought there'd be a chance of it. Sure, and I mean, listen. I, okay, where do you do you want to start with U of M or start lines? Let's no, start with lines. Opening pre All right, yeah. so U of M fans, dial in. Let's get after it. Do you have any doubts you're winning the national title? Now, I know none of you care. I picked you. I gave you, you what did. I I gave an accurate breakdown of that game. I told you. Folks, he did, and the beauty of it, it's uh, it's on the record. You can go back and listen to Caster Ticket. Sporty! Doesn't and, matter. And, and, I'm going to get, Mike, I'm going to vouch for you because... Not only did I listen, we had a conversation when I was on vacation, went back and forth, and I'm like, well, you know, different Bama team. And you're like, nah, the Bama O-line. Bama O-line is bad. I, I'm still – it was to the point where I think the Bama center was checking his phone and said the check – my NIL, NIL check hasn't cleared yet, folks. So until that money is there, snaps, eh, been, you get what you doing, get. He's been doing that all year. By the way, you know why it was 4th and 31 at Auburn? Zzz, right. The air mailed a snap. Look, here's the all right. Let me do this, and then we'll get to lines. Here are the two most impressive things to me for Michigan. One, your coordinators are elite, and what I mean is, 
Jesse Minner ran circles around Tommy Reese. And Sharon Moore ran circles around Kevin Steele. Mm -hmm. It's the ability to scheme people open the way that Michigan was doing, knowing we can exploit communication breakdowns by Alabama with their match scheme. On fourth and two, you somehow were able to sneak your best offensive player wide open to run down the field. All pre-snap candy. Even on the flea flicker. They had a guy wide open. They did. It just, flea flickers, they are a danger, and the pressure ruined it. The point is, the coordinators, and then you heard it in Luke's update. I don't have to like how you arrived at it to admit that Jim Harbaugh's right. You're the most together, galvanized, toughest team in America. Now, this whole idea of, oh, we've had so much adversity. You suspended your own coach. That's not adversity. No one died of cancer. That's adversity. You cheated. People saying the things they said. That's Zach Zinter injury. That's That's adversity. adversity. Yes. So I I get tired of hearing that. But Harbaugh saying it's an unfair advantage. It is. It is their Voltron. Shout out 1980s cartoons. It's that that's how they turn into a transformer, <laughs> right? They just plug in Michigan versus everybody. It's actually helped you. And it's why you're going to win it all. So those are the things that impressed me. I would like to know if you have any doubts. Now, Rico, we're going to find out if he is still Mr. UW. Because I think you're going full orbital ramming speed on that team. I bet I feel so I feel like such a dirtbag. I see, bet Michigan. I didn't want to win. Here's the thing. It got ah. to the point last night where I, when they won the game, I was like, this is going to effing win the whole thing. And Correct. I'm not going to like it. And I'm just going to have to eat the pizza and realize they won. We'll see how long it lasts, but it doesn't matter. Full credit, you beat Bama. May not have been a great Bama team, but you know doesn't what? Matter. You beat Bama. It's like when you beat Duke in basketball. It doesn't matter because you beat the program yes. that is the gold standard. So, so you get full credit for that game. And then I'm thinking, they're going to do this and then, yeah, I mean, they got Washington. But now I feel better because you have picked against Washington all year. You I'm going to call them frauds. And every time you have, I just keep collecting new swag. You better wear so. them. You better wear the heavy duty goggles on a work site. So because Michigan is going to line up about fifteen yards and take a running a so, run at your orbital. So my godson, he's going to have to go out and represent. Okay, now the Michigan stuff. It's there. We'll continue. I've got so much to talk about with the Rose Bowl. I want to bring in the Lions. Now, ultimate both things can be true. Thing. Did the league F you raw? Yeah, big time. <laughs> Let's just start there. You know what? Of, of all the people I've heard, I've never heard it quite put that way, Mike. How about a sandpaper condom? That's what the league offered you. And I'm sorry. And it's egregious, and it's cr- it's criminal. It's just... Sandpaper <laughs> It's Not even sponsored by Johnson & Johnson. Nope. All right. Nope. <laughs> just some form of medieval torture device. I don't know why it keeps happening to you. I don't. I will tell you, above Calvin's process, Golden Tate, running clock, game's over against Atlanta, the Seattle thing at the goal line, a guy with a club foot beating you in 1960, all of it, the pickup flag in Dallas, this was the most egregious because 
Dan Campbell gave them the layout to the two-point play. I'm going to run this later in this situation. Please be aware. Then you have visual evidence of Goff going, Deck, go. Right. Skipper, I understand. I had a conversation with somebody, and it drove me nuts because they're like, well, you can't blame the refs. You got to blame the Lions because the Lions are being tricky. I go, I used a word that rhymes with duck and then bull with another word. I go, no. If if the Cowboys do it, they're lauded for their creativity. If Kyle Shanahan does it, all oh, the art of deception, Freddie Flatbrim did it again. Okay, here, here's what I'll say about that. You went out there and played the shell game with the ref, three-card Monty. I, I thought it was unnecessary because he's going to tell the Cowboys, and then he's going to click the little thing, and he's going to tell everybody in Dallas Stadium and America who's eligible. You didn't need to play three-card Monty and send three different O-linemen over to him. But if Decker reported, he did his job. He did. It worked too well because the referee okay. referee wasn't paying attention. Now, here's the other side of the coin. And if you didn't, and I'm going to shout him out if I'm going to break his balls, I, I want to be nice. If you did not hear Dan Campbell with Jim Costa and Stoney this morning, Excellent interview. Smarmajan. Smarmajan. Yeah, but you know what I liked what Cookies did? He was very direct with Dan Campbell. Credit to him. Credit to Dan Campbell. Be a human being. We'll play the audio for you later. But here's the deal. Dan Campbell wants to do analytics. Going for it and going for the win is about a 2.5% advantage to winning. Okay. Do you know what it is going for it from the 8 a negative 13.7 win probability. You can't do it. You know what it is from the four? Almost a negative 6% win probability. You can't do it. I will go to my grave saying the Lions would have won that game in overtime. You will not be able to convince me otherwise. Yes, the league after you. But then you turned around and said, I'm going to F myself. You can't go for it from the eight okay, at this and then point, the four. At this point, the football gods are saying, hey, stop. You may want to rethink this. Right. We keep shutting this play down, and you keep trying to force this play. You know what? If you want to do it, fine. Because at this, you only have X amount of two-point conversion plays. You are now down on to play number three. To win the game, the backup to the backup to the backup tight end. Right, and essentially, here's I'd a, rather see Jameer Gibbs out there and put your best players. That was the other thing. I mean, I get it. The play's probably designed for Brock Wright if he's healthy. He's not. I got right. some guy named Frank Mitchell out there. I mean, Frank Mitchell's Kenny's accountant. I mean, I, I you can't you can't that can't be what we're You're doing. You're playing great defense. I know. You lean on your defense. They have not let you down all day. Think about it. The the Dallas the one Dallas touchdown happened off of a broken play that should have been a safety. And I still think Derek Barnes pulled up because he didn't want to rough the QB. Oh, I, sure. I still feel sure. like these... Mike, that's in the back of now defensive players' heads. And because, it's wrong because Derek Barnes should have murdered Dak. Yeah, but then he would have got a flag, 15-yard penalty, and then we're saying, well, Derek Barnes is an idiot. He should have known better. But do we come to a conclusion outside of the end of that game? Now, David, you've told a lot of lies to your parish. More on that later. What lies? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> My point is, you have a take about the Lions. Yes. 
and you actually left the game more encouraged that they're now back to being a Super Bowl contender. Meaning, can you get to can you get to championship Sunday? That's it. And play a 60-minute football game for the right to go to a Super Bowl. I think if you do that, you're a contender. Can this team beat the Cowboys? Clearly. Can you beat the Eagles? Uh hello. A, a guy who's not even tall enough to ride the roller coaster at Cedar Point just went into Philly and won. Yes, you can beat them. And you're going to have a home playoff game. So let's have that conversation. Because you should feel good. If you play the Cowboys again, it's hard to beat a team twice. You've already pushed them to the limits. It doesn't matter where it's going to be. I think that, yeah, you have the secret to the sauce. I And I'd also, look, the Michigan topic is there. The Lions topic is there. What was Rico doing in paradise? This man has come back. I mean, <laughs> slim, trim. A sexy start to the new year. What? Spanking, yeah. spanking, no, spanking. No. A, a lot of seat time in <laughs> Arizona. No. Yeah, Spent a lot of time in the cockpit, if you know what I mean. Uh, no. I, I, I listened to Kenny slander me as I was hiking. So, yes. I was uh, hiking listening to the show. We enjoyed our, our purdy moment in the sun. That doesn't narrow it down. I slandered you a lot, Rico. <laughs> but, you know, that's, hey, that's Kenny, okay, Kenny. Kenny, beat the Sharks tonight. Or cancel the season, okay? Yes. All right. I guess Brock, Absolutely. Brock Purdy just wanted it more, Kenny. Oh. All right, let's get to the people. We've given you two pathways. Uh, no disrespect, but if you're not into the Wolverines or the Lions, today's not a day for you. I can't help that. Michigan, do you have any doubts? You're winning it all. Like, it is happening. Uh, I, I know uh, Washington's been a blind spot for me. I, I think you're absolutely going to cave that team's cranium in. And so how quickly were you ready to throw me the hook'em horns last night? Never. Oh. You didn't receive one text from me. I wouldn't no, no, no. I mean, if they would have came back and won, my, no, I, no. I would have accepted nope. you. Just nope. a photo of you I'm with the dogs going like this. I'm, I don't do that to people. You don't. But my good, it would have been the biggest epic collapse in college football history. You hate to see it. Um, <laughs> but the other thing, the Lions. You know, Washington just wanted it more. Uh, just means more. Yeah. Kenny, where you know what? We won't even go there. Let's leave that alone <laughs> for later. To the people, shall we? No, I know. Kenny's very upset. Let's go to Danny to lead things off on a, I almost said Monday, on a Tuesday. Danny, what's going on, buddy? Oh, doing good, buddy. How you guys doing? Hey, Excellent. Danny. What's up? Could not be more happy to be talking to you guys. I've been waiting all weekend to get your guys' takes. And honestly, if you're a Michigan and a Lions fan, I don't think you can name a more emotional roller coaster of no. a weekend at all whatsoever. No, it's not possible. From the, absolute, from the absolute pain and agony from the Lions and frustration to the highest of the highs of Michigan. When it comes to the Lions, man, I want to just touch on both of them real quick. When it comes to the Lions, what pisses me off the most by far is the Lions have gotten screwed, as we all know, by the league endless amount of times. But there's no accountability. It just broke out, I think, just a short time ago that that crew is now on this weekend with, I think, the Steelers game. Steelers-Ravens. Yeah, Steelers-Ravens on ESPN. And, I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? It's just, it, it, it's, it's, it, it infuriates me that all this happens and the league does nothing for these refs in the sense of showing accountability or anything. Aligned no, and it's, it's, it's also, and, why do the refs get to have this private press conference with a pool mm. reporter instead of having to get up in front of the media at large and answer questions 
And you're right. I mean, Danny, here's the deal. They're not full-time employees, right? Well, then good. You know what should have happened to that lead official? What is it, Brad Allen? Fired. Gone. You irreparably changed the NFC's playoff layout. They did. They did because now the Lions have a chance to go for the one seed. Right. And here's it. Two things should happen with the refs, Danny. One, pay them enough money. You're a billion-dollar industry. This is your full-time gig. You can stop being a lawyer. You can stop being whatever. This is what you're going to do. You're going to go through training. You're going to do classes. You're going to watch film. The other thing, and Kenny sent me a thing like, I've never agreed with you more. At the end of a game, of a controversial game, all the refs have to sit at a podium and reporters get to ask you questions and you have to answer. Dan Campbell had to get up there and talk about it. He didn't want to. Jared Goff had to. Everybody had to step. Taylor Decker's at the podium. He's angry. He got screwed over. But the referees get to have this quiet little thing with one pool reporter who, if the pool reporter's not, you know, somebody who asks tough questions, well, do you think you got it right? Yeah, we got it right. Okay, good enough for me. I'll write that. I, I, I could not agree with you more, Rico. That's, that's right the head on the nose because, you know what, coordinators, head coaches, players all have to face the media when they're in total emotional disarray, yet these refs just can go on the yep. part in the win, which pisses me off. And then real quick, the other thing is I do believe, Mike, I know you're saying from the statistics that they should just kick that extra point and kept going. I saw Strahan say it, and I actually kind of agreed with him, where he's like, you know what, you're on the road, you want to win this game. Why? We, we already have a home playoff game where the three seed locked in. Why do I want to risk potentially I like the initial. injuring one of my guys? Uh, let me be clear. I like the initial decision, but when you got the penalty and got screwed, I can't go forward from the eight, yeah. and I can't do it from the four. The initial, it was on brand, and they had a play that they loved and a play that worked. Yeah, I'm saying after it, if Danny, Michael Parsons doesn't can't. go offside, it's an interception, plain and simple. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a close call. I mean I'm still okay with it. I get what you guys are saying. I wouldn't argue the other way, but I, I'm still fine with you know what that's been his mo the whole season. Yeah. I'm okay with him. Can doing I it. can but I say quick, one thing, Danny? Before we get to U of M, real quick, Danny. First yeah. half though. I need you to take the points. Yeah. I I, I needed that field goal there. Come on. Yes, I 100%. I just thinking with your you're on the ropes. Yep. You can end this game with that extra point, two point. I don't I don't I don't have a problem with. But yes, early on, I was so furious that he did not take the points. But yeah, I agree with you. When it comes to Michigan though, I could not be any happier. You know what? When it comes to everybody out there, all the, if you paid attention, I'm sure a lot of people have on ESPN, everybody is going backwards on what they've been saying about Harbaugh and everything. Oh, no, they're these guys. They're these guys and all that kind of stuff. I don't care if they're Michigan, Michigan State people, Ohio State people, anyone that's been doubting these guys. Man, I could not be any happier. And to top it all off, the, the, I want to say the play of the game that probably a lot of people did not even notice was the DN on that last final play. I think it was Isaiah or Josiah Stewart or whoever it was. He blasted that right tackle into Milton that made that tackle with that low snap. It was a thing of beauty, and I could not have been more yeah, happy. Yeah, it's for also, it. listen, you, it, it, anything, okay, you made a great play in, positionally. But everything that could go wrong for Bama went wrong, including the low snap. But Milrow, that's an RPO. It was explained after the game. He, there was a guy wide open. Milrow just decided, I'm going to run into chaos. Just listen. I, I, Bama can go away now. I mean, yikes. I, was, I told you, I didn't trust Milrow, short intermediate. He's loose with the ball when he runs with it. Both things prove to be true. If you're Bama, get an offensive coordinator. 
Get a lot. Well, okay. No, no. I mean, because here's the thing, though. Good God. Can't throw a forward pass. Michigan deserved to win. I expect more from Bama, and maybe it's unfair. But I expect you to have five stars behind five stars behind five stars. So I don't expect you to go out there and have people who can struggle all season long. You replace them with the next great NFL center. Well, that's what I expect. Okay, so that's then. what I said. For Michigan, you beat Bama. For the for history, it goes down. Who did you beat? Bama. Bama. You know what? I can't say anything. Look, this is the biggest misnomer in sports, right? And people get so bent out of shape, but here's the reality. Like, you'll hear people having arguments, and it'll be, well, you know, that was a down year. Who the hell can remember the alleged down years in college football? Maybe nerds like us, but no one remembers. If I go think fast, who won the title five years ago? Nobody knows. So just who cares? Go win it. Oh, well, the, the cheating stuff. Yeah, that's for the rest of us. As you know, as Rico put it, we're not in the cabal. You get to enjoy it. Don't worry about what the rest of the world says. Go yeah. to Houston, take the picture, thumbs up, go blue and the rest. Yeah. Throw the confetti in the air, make the angels, do what you got to do. But for the rest of planet Earth? Oh, no, that's a different Well, because here's the thing. But when you say Michigan versus everybody, you have to remember it means everybody doesn't like you. So quit trying to get everybody to like you when you have these shirts. That's the deal we've made for a few months now. The shirts are are very popular. Yeah. Hey, look, they're catchy. Hey, bet. Bet. All right, David, ticket text. Michigan. We've asked a couple of questions about the game. Gave you some opinions. It's there. Lions, same deal. We're going to try to thread the needle. Do both today. David, what do you got? My take on the Lions is they should have taken the three in the first half. Then... You wouldn't have to worry about the ref call at the end. That is Johnny from Macomb. Agree, and I'll explain why for the people. I am doing everything in my power to get comfortable with Dan Campbell and the analytics. However, if you take the points one time early, do you understand how much pressure it takes off of you later? Mm -hmm. Second of all, if you want to be beholden to analytics, you can't go for it when it's a negative 13.7% win expectancy by going for it. That's in the face of analytics. You can't do it. And three, if you really don't trust your kicker that much, do what the Rams did and go find somebody right before the playoffs started. That's to me, is why he goes for it so many times. He does not trust his kicking game. You need to. Going for it, the, the fake punt, I was okay with. It worked. It, it, they, they caught him out by surprise. The second time you went forward on that drive, I probably would have kicked a field goal. I'm I'm taking the points because you got away with murder when CD fumbled out of the end zone. Mm -hmm. Then you needed a fake punt to go 31 yards to put you in a position to steal points. I'm viewing it as 10-point swing. Yeah. You can't come away with no points. It tells me he does not believe in his kicking game. Well, then find a new one. And that's what I'm saying. If you're going to the playoffs... You're going to have a game where your field goal kicker is going to kick four or five field goals in a game to help you win that thing because defense is going to be there. Points are going to be at a premium, and you just can't keep rolling the dice. Or, you know, you're sitting there with a 19 at blackjack and say, you know what, hit me. Son, you got 19. See, hit that, me. But that's on Brad Holmes. They went into the offseason knowing they needed to get a kicker. Don't go into the last two weeks now. They went into the offseason knowing they needed a def- some more defensive line help too. Very true. And that ends up with the chair drop. Hold, please. <laughs> D from Detroit says, Mike, put some a little respect on Washington's name. This will be a hard game come Monday. No gimmies for Michigan. Okay. No, no, no. 
I want Mike to be like that because he's been that way the whole time. I need more Washington swag. Hey, here's my question to Ticket Texter. <laughs> hey, Ticket Texter, how are you going to score when you never have the ball? That's true. Michigan That's true. will have 53 carries for 283 yards. They'll ah, possess it the for Chris 40, Perry game. 41 minutes, <laughs> and, and they're go, they'll bleed this game dry. I just think it's a tough assignment if you think you're beating Michigan on explosives. You have to be able to sustain drives. And okay, Penix makes throws that are in the 95th percentile of difficulty with three NFL receivers. He's awesome. But it, your game plan against Michigan is I am now going to make the most difficult throws routinely against a defense that just shreds. I, I got to see that. Here, let me help you for your cash and ticket with, uh, with Costa. Swarmajan with cheese. Somebody yeah, called him. Yeah, Swarmajan. Like Whoever really scores first, I think, controls the game. Because if Washington scores, now they can press the limit and force Michigan to play comeback. J.J. has to try to match Penix. That's not his game. If Michigan scores first and you just can control the clock, once Penix sits on the sideline, that's when he looks like bad Penix that you always like to make fun of because he's out of rhythm. But when he's out there for the whole time, if you, it's one of those, this is one of those rare occasions if you win the, the coin toss, you take the ball right away and just try to go down. No, the I don't. Score. I don't think Washington will be able to stop him. So just don't. I think. I and, and again, no, their defense is their defense is. Yeah, if you thought Bama's defense was bad, their their defense is not good at I, all. I don't know where those sacks came from yesterday. What do you mean, Washington? Like they were after Quinn Ewers early oh, in the well, game. Like I don't think they had seven sacks all year. I'm like. Who are these guys? Man, they're getting drug tested after the game. Oh, the uh, the C.D. Lamb package? Yeah. Did you see that? The league <laughs> sending C.D. a drug test following the game. Very random, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, isn't it? Uh, let's go to John, 97.1. Johnny, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, Mike? How's it going? Good, sir. What's up? <clears throat> well, I actually went to the game in Dallas. I was, uh, I was excited to go down there, and uh, Dallas fans suck, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> man... <laughs> I had a good time though, but uh, man, it took I, take away the the referee thing, take away the the terrible mistake and all of that. That that definitely hurts, of, of course. But dude, like somebody just said something about when we should have kicked a field goal or whatever. Like I'm telling y'all, like Jared Goff is a problem. This man threw two, really three interceptions in this game, and. He is the reason. They would have had 17 to 13 if he didn't throw that interception on that second to last drive. And I just don't understand how people don't see that. The reason we got, we got like about five potential pro bowlers on the offensive end and maybe one on the defensive side of the ball. And the defense played a great game. But Jared Goff and this offense gets stuck sometimes, and it looks bad. It looks like, like we don't know what the heck we're doing. Between him and Ben Johnson, I have no idea what we're doing with the ball in our hands. And I, I say do not extend Jared Goff because this, even on that last drive with the two-point thing, I get what you're saying, don't go for it. But he had opportunities, and he muffed them. That last one to that, that Mitchell guy, if he throws the ball right, that's a, that's a two-point conversion. Right, hold on, hold on. So let's try to take a step back now. Who led you down the field right. to tie the game? Okay, well, let me just say this. Don't I, hang up on me. I'm let not me hanging up on you. We're talking. All right, all right, all right. All right, I, Jared Goff 100% did that, right? That was the first time in a long time. But think about this. They were playing a defense that did not allow sidelines, 
and that did not allow the big play. So they left the middle wide open for Jared Goff, and he took advantage of it, and I give him credit. Hold on, didn't allow the but, big play. They gave up two chunks of 25 yards or more in the last drive. Look, I'm middle, not I'm, middle, right? right, but I'm not telling you he's perfect. Right. But understand something. One of the interceptions I don't hold against him, Jordan Lewis made an absolutely ridiculous one-in-a-thousand play. Now, you want to say the That's other one where he threw it on the hip pocket of Laporta and it was late and to the inside? Cool. Blame him. I, I'm just making a point. I don't think Jared Goff's why he lost the game. I just don't. Okay. Wait, Davey, you know what just happened here, right? Mike just shot out a cast Tech cornerback. He made, a, he made an incredible play. And he's a Wolverine. Wow. And he's a Wolverine. Right. Yeah. New he, year, new me. <laughs> he just shot out a cast at cornerback. But, John, John, I mean, look, we can be in the middle. Yes, I don't think he was great, but I don't think he cost you. That was just an unbelievable game. And he made the throw. And what, in my what mind, he, after that? Go ahead. They, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But after that interception, they kicked a field goal that gave them 20 to our 13. Right, and that's the only time we're we're putting their offense in better positions to score because of Jared Goff and he's his mistake. Like a, a great player or not, like they know Jared Goff throws a lot of sideline passes. That's what people they're they're okay. Jumping. But, but hold on, here's that. the other thing. So hold on, lost in all of this. I mean, J- John, John, am I going to get any calls today that he doesn't throw the deep ball or JMO's too fast for him? Because I saw a sixty yard bomb. He like, got it. Yeah, he got so it. So my, my point, my point is. If you're going to take a singular error and just throw the quarterback in the garbage, fine. I don't view it that way. I thought he was fine. Because all I need from Goff is fine. Maybe a little better than fine. You were on the road in Dallas against a defense that's one of the five best in football. And in my world, that yes, he made one terrible mistake, the Laporta throw. Other than that, what what egregious thing? You want to say he took a bad sack to knock you out of field goal range once? Okay. Guys, watch quarterbacks around the league here. Did you watch Josh Allen against Patriots? Another terrible interception? Missing wide open people? I mean, what? The, guys, this isn't a video game. I think you got a chance to go to the NFC title game, and I got people bitching about the quarterback? Help me. Mike, it's a polarizing figure. Jared Goff has to win the Super Bowl in order to get some people off of his back because if anything goes wrong, it's on him. When he got that pick late in the game, I thought the same, like, man, phone line's going to be lit up. But then he leads them down the field, and this is what people forget. But then it's always the caveat, well, you know, yeah, he made a good play, or yeah, he did this. But when you have to say that, that means you're never going to accept him ever. He could walk on water. And you'll still say it was probably frozen over as ice. And that's why he was able to walk on it. Let's go to Dave, 97.1. Dave, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hello? Hi, Dave. Hey, hi. It's Dave from Kyle. Hey, listen, uh, I've been listening to you guys all morning, and obviously everybody's uh, has their opinions on Dan Campbell's decision. But obviously he was brought to Detroit to change 65 years of a franchise-losing culture and as I watched that game, although I may not have fully agreed with uh, some of the decisions, the one thing that I was really super excited about was having a coach who is uh, coaching the team, coaching how to win and not 
coaching how to not lose a game. We've had so many coaches here coaching to not lose, like Marty Morningwig taking the win in overtime and not taking the ball years ago. I mean, I'm an old Lions fan. It's just such a breath of fresh air to have a coach that's actually out there uh, uh, trying to instill a culture. Yeah, but but, but hold on. I agree, I agree with all of that, but that that's a bit of a straw man, Dave. When we're talking about a guy going for the win from the eight – you got to kick the extra point. We know you got screwed, but you got to kick there. I think you win that game in overtime. That's you know, what we're talking I, I, about. I'm not saying I don't agree with you, but what if what if they got that two point conversion? My God, we wouldn't be talking about the refs. But that's you can We'd say that with anything. Culture in Detroit that we outdid the refs, we won the damn game, and it would just been so cool. And I just love, I love his balls for trying to do that. And I, I look, I like it, but it, it by definition. Of the math that he swears by, it reduced your ability to win the game by almost 15%. That's an egregious decision. The, at the end of the game, Correct going forward? Analytics. I agree, but but think about... What? You know, this is a game before the playoffs. Just think about um, the players, how much they say, my God, it was so great that the coach let us do this. The coach let us do this. He believes in us. He believes in us. And they it's did. Culture change. They it's did. No, no, they did the from the two. I, I had no issue going for the win at the end of the game. I have an issue that after the league screwed you, that you decided to just, ah, F it. I'm going from the eight. Then, as Rico, you put it, the football god said, seriously, just stop. You're out of control. Yeah, and you went it. for it from the four. Yeah, don't do this. Please stop. We're begging you. <laughs> Like, that's where I had an issue with it. Like, I don't think it's fair to just whitewash it and go, well, balls and stuff. No, hold on. It comes a point where you have to be smart and you have to realize, okay, you know what? Mm, the element of surprise is gone. My defense is playing great. Yeah, Dallas had 22 seconds and two timeouts, I believe, left. Which, by the way, Mike McCarthy launched out of a cannon. How did you not run it on second down when the team has one timeout? Like, or you, you, you just, literally could hand the Lions the ball with 45 seconds and no timeouts. Or minute 48 with one. How about, what? Or you just went straight prevent on that drive. Like, the Lions, it was so easy. Like, okay, you're going down the field. And, I, Mike, when they scored, I'm sitting there thinking, you're going to go for two. And I'm okay with that. When the play didn't work, kick the extra point. I'm with it. And let's just play for overtime, and we'll win this overtime. What a screw job by the league. Uh, we will get back to your calls. Want to reset everything top of the hour. Michigan Lions, one of the great sports weekends you're going to have. I know it didn't all work out, but from a man, I can just tell you in this job, nine out of ten games you watch are a letdown. They just don't live up to what you hope they can be or, or from an entertainment standpoint. Lions, I know we didn't get the result, but holy mercy. From a game watch drama perspective, A+. Michigan-Alabama goes without saying. Obviously, you got the result you wanted. It's Michigan and Bama in the Rose Bowl going to overtime. I, I mean, I can just tell you as a radio host, I, I would really need to sit and think about any weekends in my 20 years doing this that live up to that. With two football games in a 72-hour span, and they are every bit as good as you hope they could be. Yeah. Well, shout-out college football playoffs for the second year in a row. Mm. Gave you two good games. Yeah, now you're going to ruin it. Cool. No, you um, know what you get now? A bunch of good games.
No, that's not how it's going to work. Signed Oregon Liberty. Okay. I was just about to say Liberty game will happen. No, no, no. You know why? Because that's where they got cute. Liberty meet Florida State. Florida State meet Liberty. By the way, Kenny, Kenny, the body's already dead. Do you have to fire another bullet into it? 63 to 3. <laughs> they got disrespected. He's not moving anymore. Right. He's already Throw dead. Throw the damn towel. That, that dead body disrespected you. Uh, but it, it, it's just. That's what Kirby would have said, though, before that game is even if they're a dead body, that's disrespect to you. If they don't stand up and salute you, they're, that's disrespect. They're coached. They're dead. I don't care. Okay. Just wanted to have a little fun with it. Uh, let's go on the board, and then we're right back to business with the phone lines. That's an act of God. Yeah, I'm going back to the will. Straight money line victory. I don't like these spreads. If you're taking the underdog, they're winning. On the board. Powered by FanDuel. All righty. So, a couple notes. Uh, if you are bored or maybe your vacation is extended, a little 4 p.m. tip-off in about an hour if you want to bet a college basketball under with a behemoth bet differential. Utah State Air Force, 4 p.m. tip in Colorado Springs, under two thirty, under 137.5. You always find a way to bring back Air Force somehow. Just listen. We appreciate their service. Basketball, football, And, and Air not Force. scoring points. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, here is the shut the program down if they don't win play of the day. This comes by way of Jim Costa and his people at Central Michigan. Jim placed two phone calls during cash ticket today looking for intel. CMU at home is a one and a half point favorite against one and 11 Buffalo. What was told to Jim is if we don't win this game, we're shutting the program down. Wow. McGirt arena will be demolished. David Weber's Jersey ceremony canceled. CMU minus one and a half per Jim Costa. The shut the program down play of the day. This is on the Ocho after log rolling. Seven o'clock. <laughs> Rico Beard, your selections. Mike, does this qualify? Are we bringing back the system that's not a system, but it kind of plays like a system? Yes, except there's no qualifiers tonight. Okay, because I was going to ask you, does this game qualify? What is it? Number one Purdue on the road at Maryland. I like turtles. Maryland. <laughs> Purdue is only a six and a half point favorite. No. Now, if Maryland were favored, yes. No. Because I would figure that this line should be a lot bigger than six and a half points. Uh, I'm glad you're combing it, but no. No, okay. No. So I, I just didn't know. Now, if that were two and a half or less, we'd have a conversation. So that's the By cutoff. the way, what did I tell you? I told you Turtles were getting it done. <laughs> Dropped a bomb on Auburn. They did that for you. Yeah. Kenny uh, Cott. I thought Peyton Thorne would do a lot better. You hate to see it. Yeah. Um, but I, I do have something. Let, hold let's, let's hear it. And a working microphone. Ja Morant tonight. <laughs> Jesus. Ja going up against the Spurs at home. Ja to score 30 points at plus. Where'd it go? 125. You want to add something to it? You want to get saucy? Wembenyama, two or more blocks. Little sprinkle on there. The guy is Matumbo in the cereal aisle on a nightly basis. Kenny Cott. If the Wings don't win tonight, the season should be canceled. True or false? Yeah, this is the real cancel the program game of in the night. In San Jose tonight. How big a favorite are they? Um, well, let me check. I can uh, tell you. Well, while he's doing that, uh, 175. Win by Yama, two blocks. Jada score 30. I like it. 
I'm telling you, I mean, I know the Spurs suck, but Wembenyama is unbelievable. Unbelievable. On, on the money line, Mike, they opened at minus 192. Now down to minus 180. Still pretty. Do you understand how bad you have to be to only be a minus 180 favorite over the Sharks? I mean, routinely, minus 250, minus 300. They are by far and away the worst team in hockey. You've already blown a game to them here when you had a three-goal lead in the third period. They didn't even open at higher than minus 200. It was minus 190. Which means your team sucks. Now, what's the play tonight, <sighs> Kenneth? better win tonight. Um, I got the Hurricanes plus 110 traveling to New York to play the Rangers. The Canes have been playing a pretty good brand of hockey over the last 10 games. The Rangers are very good, and they have been playing well as well, just not quite at the Hurricanes clip. So I take Carolina plus 110. Blackhawks plus 240 at the Preds. And that'll do it. Connor Bedard. Oh, he's awesome. You. All right. <laughs> I look, Kenny hates it. I throw out a bomb a week. <laughs> I've hit two or three of these, and he continues to mock me. Who the hell are the Preds? You've only hit two or three. That's the point. You, but Because, again, at plus 250, plus 275, Kenny, you only got to hit one of every three. I'm just steady. I win three or four or five. And Nashville, I my money. more like Trashville. It's Carolina. All right, fine. David, what do you got, buddy? I am going to go plus three. I have a big one. The Orlando Magic are at the Golden State Warriors. So I'm going to go plus three with the Orlando Magic there. Uh, they are seven and two in non-conference games against the spread, and eight and four against the spread after a loss. They lost to the Suns the other day, so I'm, that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, minus three for the Orlando Magic tonight. I don't like the Warriors. At yeah, all. I, I don't have a great read on that game, but I'll tell you, the Warriors block. <laughs> Warriors suck, man. They are. Yeah. They look yeah. done. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, 3 o'clock. We will keep the synopsis brief. If you missed anything, odyssey.com rewind. So from the Michigan side of things, incredible game. Do you have any doubt now you're winning the natty? I mean, I, I picked Bama. I gave you what I think was a comprehensive handicap on the game. Yep, I was right. And you're going to drill you, Dub. I just want to know where you're at with it. And look, the, the the whole, you know the ground rules we've played by since your scandal broke. We could talk football or we could talk BS. What you don't get to do is get upset. Michigan versus everybody, cool. 
everybody don't like you. And you don't get to beg for validation. Right. Now, you want to stick to the football? That was an incredible game. Yeah, what you saw yesterday was two coordinators who came out there and got it done. You Shlomo. outdid Saban's staff. You ran circles around them with Minner and oh. more. I, I mean, circles. It was almost as if Alabama – normally it's it's the uh, Harbaugh teams that aren't prepared after a month, and you're like, guys, what did you do for a month? You have elite coordinators, one who's going to be a D.C. in the NFL next year and one who's going to be your head coach next year. Yeah, seriously. I mean, the defense that they were, the, the blitz packages that Minter was bringing was like, this is brilliant. They also tricked, they did a great job of mixing coverage and mixing looks and getting Milrow to think he was seeing something that he wasn't seeing. And it's like, <laughs> nice two yard check down, moron. Well, see, Just I was kidding. Ta- I was talking like, like Michigan's touchdowns, like the one where you got the Bama players, like, wait, I thought you had him. No, I yeah. thought you had him. Well, he's wide open over there. Somebody had to have him. Right. And all smarm aside, that's film study. You can see the miscommunications by Bama that have plagued them all year. You're, it's a lot like what Rico's team does with Shanahan, the pre-snap candy. Getting people to not pass off the right route to the right player. Two guys going with the same player, leaving someone like Corum uncovered. Like It was brilliant. It was beautiful. And there's a toughness about this team. Like I've said it, I don't have to agree with how you arrived at this toughness, which is playing the victim when you're cheaters. But it is your extra weapon. It's your superpower. It is you're unbreakable. You're united. You believe, you're aggrieved, and which is hilarious. Yeah. But, but once again, that's the off-the-field stuff. So let's just stick on the field. On, well, but the off-the-field stuff benefits them on the field in this regard. They are unbreakable. They are unbreakable because, to me, they show that they are an elite team this year. When you overcome so many mistakes on special teams that they had – that was enough to bury a lot of teams, especially when you're going up against Alabama. And the first play of the game is an interception. Oh, wait, his toe was out of bounds or his heel was out of bounds. But I thought that set a tone where all of a sudden now you you muffed not one but two punts. You know, you had the bad extra point. A lot of teams would have collapsed. Michigan rallied. Now, they shook see. it off and said, okay, look at that scoreboard. We're still in this game. Let's go win this. Uh, David, don't lie. When they muffed that second punt at like the one inch yard line, did it your was, heart stop? It did. That was, okay. I said it, I just, we, we just lost. Dave, do you know how many times that ball just bounds into the end zone? Correct. That thing checked up like he hit a nine iron. I'm like, oh man, did they get lucky? Which, once again, I'll never understand. Why do you even try to catch the ball? Thank you. That's why I was yelling fly. at the TV. For the same reason Bama's kick returner kept returning kicks to the 12. Fair catch, take it at the 25. Hey. I don't ever want to see a kick return again in football. Everybody, give me the ball. Everybody thinks they're Devin Hester. No, you're not. Okay? Just fair. Put your heels at the 10, wave your arm, and let it go over your head. And for the Lions, I mean, it goes without saying. Yes, league absolutely boned them. But, and again, I'm pissed. But if your coach is going to do the analytics thing, going for two originally right move, about a 2.5% advantage, going forward from the eight. After you got screwed, almost a 15% negative outcome to winning. Can't do it. From the four, it was almost 6%. Can't do it. Like, I, I get it. You went for two and the league after you sideways. Yup. And I don't know why it keeps happening to us. I don't know what the deal is. I hate these officials. I hate that the NFL won't fix it. I hate it. It's just like college football and the NCAA not fixing certain other things. 
like NIL or conference realignment nonsense. That wasn't even a dig at Michigan. My whole point is, it's this thing. You're officiating blows. Go get, look, if Roger Goodell, who I understand, has to be a meat shield for the owners, but he made $52 million last year. You can't find me a couple dozen officials that I can pay enough money that you're not going to be a school principal or a driver's ed teacher or a lawyer or an orthodontist in the offseason. Just pay these guys. Make it hyper-competitive. And if you screw up, you get launched out of a cannon. This Brad or Chad Allen, he shouldn't work again. Oh, just kidding. You're on America's Game of the Week, Steelers-Ravens. That's bull. It is bull, because now my team's going to lose. Oh, go to hell. I don't even care about you. You're in the national title game. Shut up. David, I don't think it's the Game of the Week. I think that that game, they actually got put to one of the worst games, because Baltimore has nothing to play for. Okay, I just meant it was national TV on a Saturday. No, no, it's, yes, I mean, no, 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 but I'm he saying. He should have a job is the point, right? Right, right, but it's not like it's one of those games where the winner goes to the playoffs. It's like, yeah, the Ravens aren't going to even care about this game. So you know what? Go sit at the little kid's table. But do we take a positive out of the Lions game that, you know what? They lost. They got screwed. They won, but they lost. They can make the NFC title game, can't they? Who's Philly? Who's Dallas? Yeah, sure, I get it. They're going to run into Frisco in San Francisco, and I don't think you're going to have a fun afternoon. But guess what? If you can get to that game, right. you're a threat, right? You can. I mean, Philly, I think, is the, is the team that you want to play. I, 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 I don't know what I'm watching when I look at that team. And, and it just, you I just <laughs> That's the, hate to see uh, it. There's that giant coming out of you. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. On a knee. Just clutching the couch on a knee as old graybeard Mason Crosby goes to kick this field goal. I go, if this SOB makes this, I'm going to break something. Because it would have taken the Giants from fifth overall to ninth. And I'm going, you cannot have a 65-year-old man make this field goal. And thank God, it was I go, oh, thank you, Jesus. All right, we're good. I was on one knee. That's where I've arrived at. Praying my team loses. Well, yeah, that's, that's I mean, where I've arrived at. I, was that you that uh, that that caused Saquon not to catch that pass, that two point conversion? Because it was God. I I've never seen a man why so wide open, and you know who would have hit him, David. You know who would have got him that ball, don't you, JJ? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Tommy, oh, Tommy Cutlets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. He's got a job in sanitation now. We'll see you later. All right, let's go to the people, shall we? Let's go to Brennan, 97.1. Brennan, how are you? How you doing, Mike? How you doing, Rico? Hey, man. Good, sir. Uh, I just want to go over the game last night. Uh, I feel like Harbaugh, I don't like how he does it, but he had those guys in a different mindset to go out there and beat Bama. That early pick that wasn't a pick, that really helped the momentum for Michigan to progress and get back on their feet so they could go down there and score. But Harbaugh did something. I don't know what it is, but he prepared those guys to beat a tough team, not one of the best teams in the Saban era, but a really tough team. Brennan, you know what he did. You got it. Listen, it's what I've said. I don't have to like how you've arrived at it. And frankly, it's laughable. But – its impact is undeniable. He told them that they are being persecuted, 
He told them that they are the aggrieved. He told them that he is the victim. And he has turned the world into a villain. And what it has done is galvanized that room of 85 players and coaches. And it is your secret weapon because you are a together, aggrieved, angry, motivated team. And I think the players know. I think there's an element of we got to win this for Jim. We got to win this for Coach, both because we love him and he's wacky and because he's gone. And I'm telling you, it's why you're going to win the national title. It is your single biggest weapon. You're not, you can't be broken. It doesn't matter what happens in these games. You will not be broken. I agree. Uh, I feel like from a, from JJ's standpoint, he looked really nervous in the pocket that the first few possessions, because that Bama D line did look pretty dominant. Obviously the O line stopped them a, a good amount of times, but I feel like JJ was really nervous in the pocket. Didn't uh, really wasn't looking downfield too much. That's why uh, it took them a sec to get their offense on the feet on their feet. But I just feel like JJ started off really rocky and then completed some passes, had that long drive that ended up, I don't remember who scored, but that long uh, touchdown drive. And oh, one of the biggest really plays he made was on Donovan Edwards, horrific backwards pass where he one-handed oh, yeah. it and saved that from being a game-changing disaster. Yep. And then the well, other thing is, the, look. Uh, Bama guy tipped the pass, but he tipped it just enough. But that was, a, that. listen, yeah. that one, J.J. got away with it because a ball gets tipped in the air nine times out of ten, two Bama defenders waiting there to pick it off. Yep. Roman Wilson made an incredible adjustment to the ball, but he got very fortunate there. Like I'm, I'm, I, I, Guys, you know where I stand with J.J. He's got a lot of talent, but I, I this whole first-round pick stuff I don't get. Sorry. <laughs> like, you need to come back to school, young man, and throw about 500 passes and be the guy. You know what? Watch yours and watch Penix. You got to be the guy the team leans on. Mm-hmm. I need 35 throws for me. He's in an unbelievable situation where. And you know what he else he needs to do? He needs to pick up the phone and maybe get a couple wide receivers to come transfer into Michigan. Give him some help because Roman Wilson doesn't put fear in anybody. He's a good he's, slot right, player. A, right, he is. But. And I like the tight ends. You don't have that Xavier Worthy deep threat guy that it's like, oh my God, we got we got to lock this guy up. You don't. You but don't does have... he flash ability that translates to Sunday? Like when he was on the edge and he made that great throw to Cornelius Johnson. Yeah. Oh, the ability's there. But plenty of guys have the ability, but don't warrant being a first round pick on it. Yeah. But he's a good player. He's a good college player. But if I'm him, I probably come back. But what if you're a late first-round pick and a better team takes you? Well, then maybe you go. I'm just telling you. But if you come back, I'm quite sure you're going to get a pretty nice NIL package, which allow you to come back and probably make more money than you would make as a late first-round pick. I'd have to check, but if you win a national title, you're the QB at Michigan, you come back, I mean, that's probably what, 2, 2.5? If you win a national title, you should probably leave because I don't – this is – I equate that to the whole Matt Campbell thing. When your stock is so high. Okay, first of all, F that guy. No, no, no. Because I don't think I've ever won a bet on Iowa State. Nice performance against Memphis, Matt. (laughs) Maybe brim that stovepipe hat of yours a little more, you bum. A little too soon to bring up Iowa State. You blank-faced bum. I provided executive pizza party here at work. We were having a great time hitting games. You didn't take the Tigers? I hate you. No. Too soon, Rico. Too soon. That caused a lot of stress while you were doing whatever you were doing out in paradise. Uh, I won money. 
Good. Go Tigers. That's <laughs> Shout out Brad Salem. I think I broke my mic. I think you did too. <laughs> All right, we're back. Sorry, I did. we're good. Is it? We're... You should probably go see a doctor about that, Mike. Check one, two. Check... <laughs> Here. Ow. Ow. All right, let's get to the people. Later in the hour, I want to play some audio for you. Morning show, Cookies and Stoney, because for whatever reason, John didn't. How about that? No Wolverine showed up to work today. Sparty Radio leads the charge. You figured they would just be chomping at the bit. To... Or their bolts still hammered. I don't know. The point is, John was a little excited. The final call. Do we have that for the people? Yeah. Do that, and then I'll go to the callers. I, I just the people deserve to hear this. But yeah, I, I thought that they would. I thought they would have been lining up, hungover, whatever. They wanted to do that show today because, yeah, they were there. They witnessed it firsthand. Doug told you you're going to Houston. You've won it all. Not well, not yet, but you, know. you may as well. It's a formality. You just keep on doubting you, Doug, man, buddy. You better have a. A pine box ready to lay down and hey, David, do we have it or no? I thought. How do we not have it? The morning oh, show I don't had see it. it. Oh. oh, here it is. I'm sorry. No, that's not the. That's okay. not yesterday's date. Yeah. I'll find it. People, wow. I have lied to you. So let's go to the calls. And I'm sorry, Nate is up next. Ninety-seven-one. Nate, what's going on, buddy? How's it going, gentlemen? Good, hey. man. So I want to talk about the Lions real quick. Uh, so I think. If you look at in a vacuum that final play, right, where well the final, the third to last play, but the play that really screwed the lines over, you can say yes, that lost the lines the game. But I'm a firm believer, and you should never let the game be. There, you could do stuff before that doesn't allow the game to get to that point. And the two plays that really stick out to me are well, I'm not taking the points in the first half, as you guys have already said where I don't disagree with like the play call in the whole situation and for that whole uh, first and goal from the two, it doesn't make sense to me why David Montgomery is not in the game. You know, I don't know why that's not, that's been a thing all year. It seems like with the guy Gibbs and shotgun trying to push him in. And then uh, Derek Barnes with that sorry excuse of a tackle or an attempt, which would have resulted in a safety that ended up being a 97 yard touchdown pass. Yeah, I, I, we talked about it earlier. I think Barnes, yeah, he didn't want the rough in the passer. And that's sadly, that's what's in a lot of defensive players' minds now when they go to hit a quarterback. I, I, I can't hit him too low. I don't want to hit him too hard. And I don't want this to turn into a 15-yard penalty. But because he was not a, as aggressive as he should have been, they got lucky. And, and, and he throws, he hits Lamb, and Lamb takes it all the way in. But, yeah, the it's the end of the game, though. I get it. If, if you're going to go for it, you put your best players out there. You don't put it in the hands of a fourth-string tight end to win you the game. The whole idea, Nate, they made the right call going for it the first time. I can't change the league. Screwed them. You got to kick the extra point from the eight or the four. Just enough. I think you win the game in OT. Period. I totally agree with kicking with wanting to kick the extra point after the yep. penalty takes place. I was in shocked disbelief because you do. You start making jokes. Hey, Dan, at what point would you have kicked the extra point? Does it need to be two-point conversion from the 32? Like, I, it just, it was really one of those things where it's like, dude, I think 
I hate saying I feel like he lost his cool. And I get it because I would have been spitting mad too. But from the eight, someone's got to grab you go, coach, come on. Uh, You know your analytics department and you look down at that card. That card's telling you F no. You can't do that. Right. And I think they win it in overtime. I really do. Yeah, and if you do, that's when you put your best players but why out why does it keep happening to this team? Why? Because I think we live in Detroit and we think that it always happens here. But I do think that it happens to other teams, Who? Mike. Who has got a highlight reel of screwing like the league does on the Lions? As the league just grunts over the top of this poor franchise. Come on! Whether it's the Golden Tate thing, Megatron twice, dude with a club foot, the pick up the flag in Dallas. Now this, it I mean, never I can't think of anything stops. recent. I mean, the Raiders have gotten the screw job. How about against Atlanta with Golden Tate? Okay. The, the runoff. Yes! It never ends. How about it happening twice, same team, same building, 10-year period? Arguably two of the most egregious things we've ever seen. The, the flag getting picked up, and then this. What did the ref phone a friend? I need a way out of this play? The ref wasn't paying attention. This is what it boiled down to. I don't know why he was in a big hurry. It was an untimed down. And Campbell, this is the worst part. Campbell told the lead official pregame, be on the lookout for this. This is a play we're going to go to, etc. Right. I, with the ref, I'm not making excuses for the ref. Yes, I you think, are. No, no, no. The ref heard... Decker, he saw 70 running at him as he was walking. He wasn't paying attention. He simply wasn't paying attention. He made a grave mistake. He saw the old lineman coming at him and just assumed, oh, that's the guy who must be saying he's eligible. He tells the Cowboys. He announces it. That's when you say, hey, you got the wrong guy. You, you, you just announced the wrong guy eligible. I didn't say that. You got it wrong. That's not a grave mistake, though. That's just not doing your job. Your job is to pay attention for who's reporting. He screwed that up. And then we there's no repercussions. We don't get to hear from him. He doesn't get fired. He gets put on the Ravens game. Great. Thanks. Appreciate it. Well, no ref ever gets fired over back. I'm not saying he's going to get that. fired, but, I mean, he he actually has a resume of some bad calls. I don't know if you've seen the highlight reel this year. I, I have. Somebody sent me analyst said that or the Lions are 0-6 when he's the lead. Oh, ref. my God. It's Chris Paul with uh, Numb Nuts yes. in the NBA. Scott uh, Foster. Scott Foster. Yeah. Like 0-16. So, I get it. I do, trust me, I don't want angry Kenny. Kenny was hot. I sent him a text message during the vacation time. That's their first mistake. Congratulating him on Georgia, and it was like, Uh-oh. okay, I'm going to just stop texting you, Kenny. I don't know what I just stepped in here. Kenny was not approachable last week. It was a very difficult week. I had some colorful words to talk about that bowl game leading to it. Wow. Yeah, do you know what he said? It's like the scene in A Christmas Story. Where did you hear that word? Do you know what? <laughs> Hold on. Turn your microphone off, please. Okay. Okay, you believe that? <laughs> You'd have to go ahead and blur out your mouth <laughs> on the camera. I couldn't believe he said that's what he wanted Georgia to do. He wanted them to show their whole dude to do. I go, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. I go, how did you even arrive at that sentence? 
I was wondering to say. I'm, I'm the worst part like, is it was while we were eating lunch. I'm like, Kenny, you know what? Congratulations. I will never doubt your team again because normally you in Georgia or Alabama, Ohio State, like top teams have to play in these bowl games. They don't care. So I'm congratulating. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. I'm just getting all these. I'm like, did I, am I texting Costa right now? Like, where's all this coming from? I, I just let Tough. him go. Tough scene. Sorry. I, I was like, I stepped into a minefield. I'm going to see my way out. Merry Christmas. Yeah! That's John Jansen. Can we hear the whole, the whole thing? Game on the line. Fourth and goal from the three. Milrow puts a man in motion. Empty backfield. Low snap. Quarterback run up the middle. Yeah! He's not going to make it. He's not going to make yeah! it. Nowhere close. And nine months later, John Jr. was born. Uh, defense uh, stops Jalen uh, and the Wolverines yeah. will play Going to Houston, baby. championship. Teddy will have a Boy, new brother trip. or sister named Houston in nine months. Yeah! <laughs> I, I could say something, but I'll, too early in the year for me to get in trouble. Houston, baby Houston. <laughs> yep, just going to leave that alone. <laughs> All right, straight to the people. Lions and Michigan, multiple questions, multiple opinions. Odyssey.com, rewind, you missed anything. We go right to We're trying to thread the needle and do both today. Let's go to Jay971. What's up, Jay? How you doing? I'm all right. Happy New Year, fellas. How y'all doing? Same to you. What's going on? Okay, so those Lions, I can't even bring myself to talk about it. It just makes me upset all over again. All I can say is Dan Campbell, take the points when you can because you don't end up in situations like that, right? But um, the Wolverines, that game was crazy last night. I kind of predicted the game would be 27-20. I actually tagged Brian Chapman in it on Twitter. But um, the thing that really stood out to me most is that team doesn't have just the best talent in college football, but they play hard. They play for one another. They play for their team. That's what separates Michigan from everybody else because they know that they don't have the big explosive plays. You got Blake Corm and Donovan Edwards who can wear down the defense on that offense, but they don't have the 50 yard guy that JJ McCarthy can just throw the ball down to. Right. And that defense getting to Jalen Milrow five times in the first half was unheard of. Isn't the like playoff record for first half sacks was like three and Michigan got five in the first half. Like they got five that, in the first five plays. I mean, they they were yeah. in the backfield constantly. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing about Michigan is that if you can, if they can get a good pass rush on any offense, they can beat any just about any team in America if they can get a good pass rush and cover. Because I see Sainer still, Will Johnson. Those are two premier backs that can guard just about anybody in college football. So when it comes to them playing Washington on Monday next week when they play for the national championship, I do think that they're going to win against Washington, but I don't think it's going to be easy. If you can get Michael Penix to throw the ball and put pressure on him, I think you can make him a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, but how do you throw the ball when you don't have it? That's true as well. (laughs) That's that's just it. 30 times. If you're Michigan, you need for it to be second and five constantly. And you're going to win that thing. But I if think you, fall, be. you fall behind on the downs, and then that happens. Because like for that yeah. game, for okay. the Bama game, I said I predicted on my pod, I said the first team that scores 24 points wins. It happened to be Michigan. They got it in overtime, and they won that game. I saw it was going to be yeah, that way. Definitely. With Washington, you don't want to – the thing for Michigan, 
<sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You can't turn the ball over. You can't have the silly mental mistakes that you had in this game against Alabama. You got to flush those, get them out the way. You can't fall by, you can't fall down by two scores to Washington because now you're playing their game. Now you're playing catch up. Exactly. And another thing, the way that they can overcome adversity is just unreal because that pass JJ McCarthy threw first play of the game that almost got picked off. That could have really been a game changer right there. That could have been a huge change it right there because they would have been in Michigan territory and threatening the score. Listen, they but missed you know, an extra point. They missed a field goal. They muffed two punts. You threw a pick. That was a pick, but it wasn't a pick. You, had, you know, you, you had things go wrong, right? That's the adversity I care about. The other stuff these TV <laughs> nimrods are talking about, no. Not that adversity. No. That's self-inflicted. Right. And I ain't trying to hear it. Right. But, but the in-game stuff, they're tough as nails. Yeah, but I mean, I, I like the fact that they overcame that adversity. Whereas the Lions hit some adversity late, and now we're just going to keep going with this two point conversion thing. Dan, maybe, maybe we shouldn't. No, it'll work. <sighs> Dan, we're now down to our third two point conversion play. I'll tell you what. Do you have the? Can, can we get the Costa Campbell audio before I go to a Lions caller? I want to play this. I think Cookies did a nice job, and I think Campbell did a nice job being human about it. But, no, seriously, because I think coaches oftentimes, they don't want to just talk like a human being. No, like, no I was just laughing. Like, they're not going to have to go down to Allen Park to do all of the interviews from here on out, are they? And cookies won't be allowed to interview him. Today is National Forklift Safety Day. What's your experience? Uh, David. Looking back, like, was there a point of no return where you lay down your sword and kicked the extra point? Do you regret at all the decision to go for it from the seven? Yeah, I told I told our offense. I think I I said this before, and 
we're going for the win. And we're going to go down, we're going to score, and we're going for two. And and I wasn't coming off of that. So if it was like 10 or 15, like a holding penalty, you still would have gone for it? No. If we're getting outside the 10, no. Okay, we, that's we why I'm asking. Outside yeah, the yeah. 10 every week, good on good. <laughs> we do it every week. Yeah. I, like when, when you got the penalty and move it to go the... Go ahead and say it. Say it. Both of you. What? Say it. Say what you want to say. I think from the seven, it's a low percentage play. I think your chances of winning are lower than if you kick the extra point. I would have. I would like you would say it to anybody else. I'm on the radio. Say it like you want to say it. Yeah. I thought it was a reckless decision. Thank you. Do, okay, I, but you don't regret it. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, Thank you. Thank you, Dan. No, but that was good both ways. And I'm listen. It's fine. I di- I'm with Jim on this one. It is reckless because by the math, and I wish Jim would have used the, the percentages. Dan, I know you subscribe to math. This was almost a negative 15% win differential by doing this. I don't want to hear, well, I said I was going for it. I'm not coming off of that. Man, this ain't Roadhouse. Right. Come on. <laughs> and I like the guy. Like, I like what he's doing. And I do think we had two callers early. They've nailed it. There's an element of what Dan Campbell does that is changing this franchise. But it crosses a line into 15-year-old on G Fuel right. playing Madden. You're right. And you, I just, I, there has to be a line. You need the wartime conciliary to say, hey, no. It's not how it's done. Take these points. Kick the extra point. We will win this game. I wish Our I could. defense is getting it done. I wish I could find a way to like prove it but i just i swear to you if they kick that if if after going for two and getting screwed they just kick from the eight yard line i'm telling you they win that game in overtime i i feel it in my bones i think they were i can feel it in my plums yeah i think you win that game in overtime can you feel the tension mike (laughs) i think they were too worried about cd lamb and knowing And knowing we don't trust our kicker. So we have to end this thing. It still boils down to it's the dirty little secret. They don't trust the kicker. They've already swapped them out and brought in somebody else. They don't trust the kicking game. If you did, you would just line up and kick the field goal and kick the extra point and know that if we need you, Mm. you'll kick a winning field goal in overtime. Let's go to Glenn, 97-1. Glenn, how you doing, buddy? Hey, guys, doing good. Yeah, about the Lions, and on your point with him kicking it, if that was an elimination game and they're in playoffs, I really don't think he goes for it. I think this is what happened. He knew the ref screwed him, cheated him. He told the ref. You could see him mouth it. He told you, and he's like, if I'm not going to go out and win, show he just won the game, then I'm going to go out and lose my way. He wasn't going to let the ref stick it in. Now, again, I think he was kind of being prideful. And I think, honestly, he was spiting the ref out of it. But I think that's honestly why I did it. Because originally I'm pissed too. I'm like, dude, this makes no sense. Going for a two-point conversion where you can just get the gimme. But I, I genuinely think he's like, F you to the ref. I'm going for it. I'm losing on my terms. So personally, I think if this, if this happens in the playoffs, he kicks it. But anyways, on that point, we were talking about how uh, Michigan's been galvanized by the whole quote-unquote scandal thing. I think – if anything's coming out of this, this team's going to be playing with their freaking pants on fire. Because as a fan, I'm pissed as all hell. And 
What are you if angry? A, I couldn't imagine what the players could be thinking right now. So, oh, hold on, hold on. You're saying you're angry after beating Bama? You're pissed? No, no, no. I'm saying no. I, I'm, I'm not a Michigan fan. I'm just saying what you guys were saying about Michigan being galvanized by the whole. Uh, yeah, they are candles. Yeah, no, I know that. And what I'm saying is, I'm saying the Lions. Oh, can be galvanized yes. from this happening. Yes. Today. Oh, okay. okay. Now I got now you. I get oh, it. Glenn, no, Glenn, yeah. you're good. It's funny. I saw the line come out for the game this week. I, I'm going to have to be talked out of it. I, I think you guys are going to drop a bomb I, on the Vikings. I I think yeah. the Lions are going to put that team into a body bag. And honestly, if we, I hope to God, I I, I was scared of the Rams a couple weeks ago. I think this team is going to be playing like their life is on the line from here on out because that should have been. Yeah. I mean, a couple. I mean, 2014, you got screwed and you could do nothing about it. This time, you have something to show. Detroit versus everybody. The NFL's against you. Go out and take a page out of Harbaugh's book. Man. Tell your exactly. team you're aggrieved. Don't do that. There you go. No, no, no. But here's My the last. thing, Glenn. If if you saw that Green Bay Minnesota game, I think it's going to be the same type of game. Where oh, yeah. it's going to be over fast. You'll have a shirtless Lions, Kirk Cousins going skull as they lose. Yeah, the Lions are going to go out. I think guns a blazing. And then the, my my last point. Again, I hopefully you guys don't look at me the wrong way with this. What? But why is the NFL not paying the refs like they should? Why is the same guy still have his job when he's made all these flubs? Not they're not. I don't know. And then to do something of such utter incompetence. I know. That, like, this is something a five-year-old would have gotten straight. Glenn, I'll give you the answer. You're not going to like it. No, I'll give you the answer. I'm not mad at you at all for saying it. It's because we're going to watch. I, because they don't have to change. Why did the NCAA do what they had to do? Why have the networks ruined college football? Because they can. Greed. They don't have to change. <laughs> You're right. Straight up. <laughs> but what all about all those people who burn their jerseys and swooping yeah, don't down? Don't matter. We'll find more people. <laughs> I'm selling my season tickets. We want. We're gonna do a little football today. Still a football. Okay, dealer's choice. Who the hell am I? I think. It, I think it tells you I'm right. They're pushing the envelope. I'm gonna watch this team. Can I just say pass in football today? Brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza. All right, the marquee, Mr. David Hull. Everybody, go ahead. Well, let's talk about the marquee. Let's go over to Carolina. <clears throat> yes, sure, they lost another game, but it isn't the loss on the field that everyone is talking about. It is what happened with their owner, oh. <laughs> David Tepper. He was visibly upset after watching Bryce Young throw the fourth quarter interception that sealed another loss for the Panthers, and he threw a drink at a Jacksonville fan in the stands from his suite. All right, Here, here's here's what you got to know about David Tepper. This is real simple, okay? It's the same dude who's had five coaches since buying the team in 2018. This is the same guy who's fired everyone with the soccer team he started. And it's the same guy who was so upset about not getting a promotion at Goldman Sachs that he left to start his own hedge fund, then bought his old boss's house and raised it to the ground. Uh, this dude is something. So, yeah, not going well. I, I think you're going to have a hard time finding a coach that's willing to enter that situation. David, it might be time for you to call Paulson's and enjoy the game from home. 
David, if I was uh, the fan that the drink got thrown on, I would have been like my man from Friday and just been laying out saying, my neck, my back, my neck and back. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, it was a vodka tonic. Ow! I slipped and fell. Oh! So the league has said nothing yet. The Panthers have said nothing yet. But a report from Jonathan Jones covers the NFL for CBS says he's been talking to folks around the league the last few days and a substantial fine and potential suspension from games has been on yeah, the table. Listen, it took Daniel Snyder 20 years to get got. All right, Tepper's got about 15 more to go being egregious. You're correct. But he's he's something, man. He's hyper-aggressive, but it's... Just keep going. I, this isn't Carolina radio. Yeah, so let's move over to the Miami Dolphins. We'll get into who wins the AFC East in a uh, second. God. But, yes, they got blown out on Sunday 56-9, to nine, but I think... The bigger loss is losing Bradley Chubb. He was leading the league or leading the team in sacks towards ACL done for the year. Yeah, I mean, David, their problems go well beyond that. I mean, it's just clear this team can't beat anybody with a pulse. I mean, the Dallas game, they escaped. They needed a goal line fumble. Look at what Miami's done against teams with a losing record and then look at what Mm -hmm. they do against teams with a winning record. And now, by the way... Buffalo is coming to your place. Correct. Favored by a full three. Yeah. David, I they might finish the collapse here. That's what I was going to say. Now, who wins the AFC East now? Because they're not playing well. Buffalo's on fire. Uh, hold on. Now, Buffalo didn't exactly uh, I, I, I think excite the world with their performance against New England. I think they'll correct themselves. I think they will win the division this week and defeat Buffalo. But, yeah, just... They went up against the Ravens team, and the Ravens team is super hot right now. I, you knew that that was going to happen. There was no way you were stopping Lamar. He's on his bid to win another MVP of the league. He's kind of on his own personal spike tour. You all said that I was ridiculous, that I shouldn't hold out. Nobody wanted to trade for me. Well, how do you feel about me now? So now let's go over to the NFC East, where Philadelphia just looks like trash right now. They go to New York. Dallas heads to Washington. Philly needs... Washington, I'm sorry, they need Dallas to lose. Is it any shot that Philly wins that division? Washington is playing Dallas. Washington is playing Dallas, yes, in Washington. Here's how bad it is for Philly. They're in a must-win game. At MetLife against my garbage Giants, they are four-and-a-half-point favorites. It's a clown car. Defensively, Arizona possessed the football for 41 minutes in a National Football League game. How is that possible? They can't. This has been Philly's issue all year. Go back and look at the Buffalo game. Go back and look at the Kansas City game. All these games. They they what they have 92 snaps against the Bills. They can't get off the field. I have no idea what happened to that team because remember, at one point in the NFL power rankings, they were the number one team. It looked like it was their destiny, not just to have the number one seed. They probably were gonna have to represent. They were going to represent and win the Super Bowl. And then the bottom fell out. They just, you know, I thought maybe they righted the ship when they beat the Eagles. I'm like, okay, they're back. No, they're not. And if you got to count on Washington to beat the Cowboys, they're feeling themselves. Cowboys know due to them losing to uh, the Cardinals, oh, this is our division. Now, we beat the Lions. And the league gave it to us. Yeah. So, right. you know what? We're going to capitalize on that, and you'll get the rematch against Detroit and Dallas in a few weeks.
So let's jump over to Pittsburgh real quick because yet again, Why? there's more controversy in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Wait, every bro, no, week. No, no. First of all, can we just shout out your coach? Sure. He cannot ever have a losing season, even when he has hot garbage for a team. Mike Tomlin. One Super Bowl. Uh, reports were that Pickett refused to be the backup quarterback for the last game. He spoke to reporters at his locker today, and he said, I saw reports out there that I felt like I were attacking my character and how I am as a person. There was no talk of me being the backup quarterback at all last week. So he's denying that report. But what I want to focus on is some people thought it was the offensive coordinator. Many thought it was Kenny Pickett. We may have gotten that answer. Steelers have 58 points in six and a half quarters with Mason Rudolph. In 10 quarters with Trubisky, they had 38 points in 10 quarters. They only had 16 quarters with 30 points with Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I, Kenny we, Pickett's the problem. Wow, you're kidding. I in other that. news, the sky's blue. Yeah, we know. Look, man, what do you want me to tell you? I always speak on it. Don't take quarterbacks outside of the top 10. This is what happens. You think you're going to be all cute and take the fifth or sixth guy off the board? It doesn't work. <laughs> oh, but he's from Pittsburgh. No one cares. The Bye-bye. fact that Mason Rudolph is shredding people. I don't even know what sport I'm watching. I got Rudolph and Flacco. They look like gunslingers now. What is this? Especially Flacco. Like, wow. We went into a time capsule. Playoff started today. Browns would travel to Jacksonville in the wild card round. Browns would win. You're damn right. <laughs> And let me close it out with this because the whole question of resting versus playing players in the final week of the season, Kyle Shanahan said, it's not about that. It's about preparing in practice that matters. So where do you stand? Rest players or play players? Just it, it really depends on the team, the situation, and the player. It's not a cop-out. You know the players that are doing just fine. You know the guys that are 50-50 could use a break. Like, look. Rico's team. You have no reason to play Christian McCaffrey. None. You can give this man a full two weeks off. Or probably Trent Williams as well. Right. Headed into a practice week. Now, you still got to win the game. Got to take care of your business. But it, it's just different for right. different teams. Right. You know the players that if they take a week off, they're all of a sudden, it's going to take a month to get them back to normal. But yeah, like for the Lions, no. You play everybody. You, you, you do not want to stop the momentum that you have. You play them. Now, maybe not a full game, because I think once you go up big on Minnesota, maybe you get a Hendon Hooker sighting. I don't know. Oh, God. But, golf, once you get like a 17-point lead, okay, we can power it down a little bit. And kind of like in basketball, one by one, start taking people out of the game. But I, I've, I've never been one for resting your players because, David, when you do, it always seems to turn out into a first-round upset when you rest players because you don't have to play them in that final Yeah, the old Indianapolis Colts would do that a lot. And that is in football today. The ticket traffic from the WW from the WWJ 24 hour traffic center northbound M39 at Plymouth. There's a crash blocking out the right lane. Crews are on the scene. You'll be tapping the brakes from about Warren Avenue. There's also eastbound I-94 after Telegraph. Right shoulder is blocked by a crash there. Big power outage right near I-94 and Connor. Traffic signals are not working well on Gratiot and Connor. Could see some blackouts along sections of Mac and Warren as well. I'm Val Berry with traffic. 
most unique NBA podcast is out on Odyssey. Heat Check with Trista Crick. NBA fans, listen up. I'm Trista Crick, host of the Heat Check podcast. And if you love this league, the storylines, and want a funny, digestible way to get all the news from around the association and someone to break down what's really going on straight up, no chaser, and make you laugh at the same time, follow the Heat Check on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Oh, it's four o'clock. Just got a big black coffee. I can smell Woo. it walking in. I, I just there's something about a four o'clock coffee, man. It, it, it just writes all the ills of the world, like find, the league boning the lions. Or, you know what, people? Find somebody in the world that loves you the way Mike loves black coffee. Or Michigan likes cheating. I mean, either way. Um, but you're winning the natty. So all that other stuff, just who cares? You're going to get your picture. You're going to go with your dad or your wife. It makes me angry because I've liked Washington all year, but I'm beginning to feel like you, like they have no hope. It doesn't matter. No, it's a team of destiny. You you know what? Probably only the other Harbaugh can knock off Jim Harbaugh. If they played the Ravens, maybe the Ravens would be favored by two. That's about it. Well, and here's the other thing, by the way, because uh, Rico was telling me, David, oh, well, what, what does Mike say about Lamar? The same thing. Until you do it in the playoffs, nobody cares. So go ahead, win another MVP. Doesn't matter to me. He is the MVP. But if you don't do it in the playoffs, you did you ever do it at all? Yeah. No, it means nothing. It's just, I, you know, my standards don't change. And he- for Michigan, no, I do. You can listen to the opening of the show. I think it is, as Kenny and I like to say, it is orbital no. speed. No. They, they are going no. to crush Washington's cranium. No. No. Okay. All right. So you give me Washington in uh, 10 points? Yeah. I get it. Nine and a half. Come on now. The spread's four and a half. Right. But, I mean, that's I'll not give you. I'll give you 10 flat for a push, but here's the catch. If UW loses. Not a push, loses. You got to come in as Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Block him hat, khakis. I'm Blim Harbaugh. Right. <laughs> Jack Blarball. And you got to come in with those Lee Harvey glasses, the whole bit. Wait. So that means for the entire show, I can just say non essential things. I can just spot off and give stories that don't go anywhere. You can be John. Yes. Yeah. Talk about chickens and how they're yes. scared birds. But now, yes. you know what? I respect chickens. Okay, that would be the bet if you want me to give you ten points. But I do. I, Michigan's winning it, and if and if Washington wins, you come in dressed like Prince. Oh man, like yes. the Dave Chappelle puppy no. show. Yes. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. You get to wear a new era cap and a sweatshirt. You got me wearing like a chiffon cravat. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Hold on. You'd have to give me ten points. I mean, Jesus. Good Lord. <laughs> Why don't you come up with the other side of the bet? Because I, I, listen, I would love UW to win. 
I mean, this doesn't affect my life one way or the other. I've seen teams I hate win titles. This is my lot in life. Right. And, and all the teams I hate win titles every year. But I just Michigan is as united and as they are unbreakable. Right. The style they play, I don't know how U Dub's gonna get around it without turnovers. And I, you, I know, Michigan I doesn't turn it over. And as I told David before, people are like, oh, you're being a Sparty hater. Nah, I've been picking Washington all year long. Oh, you can't back off now? Right. So if anybody's like, oh, you're just doing that. No, I have him hat, Lee Harvey glasses, little sweatshirt, and khakis. Well, someone said this week, Rico, every set, if you pick a show, it said every segment, you should wear a different Washington shirt that Mike has bought for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Aretha doing the wardrobe yeah, exactly. change. Yeah, exactly. I, I've made a couple errors on UW this year. But I just am, oh, for the record, I did not pick or bet that game. I didn't, I didn't like the number. I wasn't comfortable. Really? I didn't. Because I was waiting and nope. waiting and waiting for you to send over the bet. And then before I knew it, I'm like, oh, man, the game started and we didn't get our bet in. The only bet I made was Michigan. Felt filthy doing it. But I just, I believe they were winning the game. And I'm like, I got it. The whole it. time I'm sitting there imagining you sitting down in, in the cave with the gigantic 128-inch no. <laughs> screen. Nope. Like, oh, my God, they're about to win this game. Like, and your fantasy is I was dressed up as Matthew McConaughey yes. rooting for Texas. And you were no. just going to walk in here. All right, all right, all, all right. right. Yeah, no, I. you got bad viewers last night. Right, but he almost won the game. And Because Mich- then they're like, wait. It's not a put one second back on a turn and, those machines back on. And Texas decided, hey, let's pick the one arm man who killed Richard Kimball's wife to be the kick returner. How do you have a kick returner with a club hand? <laughs> what are you doing? The guy's got to cast up to his elbow. That's who's returning kicks. The one arm man. I, I just no. It, l- listen. it wasn't a good day for a kick and punt returns yesterday. Let's just is that safe to say? I was Jeremy really, Bernard for Washington found a way to screw that up as well. I was shocked Michigan special teams because normally they're razor sharp. That was yeah. two muff punts, very uncharacteristic. Missed field goal, missed extra. Especially point. because you take out the guy and you say, "No, no, you're you're Mister Sure Hands for the for the second punt." And like, why are you touching the ball at the five yard line? Just let it roll. At this point, nothing good can happen. Let it go out of bounds, and fortunate. The ball died at the three-inch line. Just stopped right there. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. So, Michigan fans, is there any doubt you're winning this thing? Forget about what happens next. I, I, I've told you I made the deal with you guys. We'll just do football. But do you believe you're winning? And as far as the Lions, I, I can't apologize enough on behalf of Earth. I don't know why this league does it to this team. The play call was brilliant. The execution was brilliant. The ref screwed up. The league screwed you again. But the other side of it is, why did Campbell just not listen to the football gods? Mm-hmm. Kick the extra point after from the seven or from the four, and we'll go to overtime. And I think you win. But coming out of that game, win or loss, I'm. don't you feel like if you rematch with Dallas, you got every right to feel like you're going to win? You play Philly. You feel like you're going to win? Yeah. I mean, it's the same reason why I felt bad before Minnesota did the whole quarterback shuffle of playing a team so close together that normally that second time around, it's difficult. Hang on. Hold on. Can you help me for a second? Yeah. Because the Lions are going to play Minnesota this weekend. What was – 
How can you as the Vikings, your season on the line, I got Kirk Cousins nude over here banging the drum, season's on the line, top five defense, no show. Packers shred you. And then you bench Jaron Hall like it's his fault. What, what what on earth was Minnesota doing with their season on the line? I have no idea. Okay, then. Good. N- none of that made sense because you would have thought that they were officially eliminated and somebody did some bad math in Minnesota. It was like, well, you know we still had a chance, right? I want to – you know what? We're going to brighten your day. I'm going to go to caller Dave because Dave wants to talk you down. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, okay. Um, I just wanted to talk about the whole Washington versus Michigan thing. I keep hearing people talk about how, like, Michigan's got it, like, locked up. It's a done deal. And I think people need to really look at the numbers. I think that people are just, like, like they think that um, them dominating Alabama's defensive line on Saturday was, like, I mean, yesterday was just, like, huge statement. People need to look. Alabama's offensive line gave up 44 sacks this year. They were 119th in the country in sacks given up. Like, Washington's offensive line won the Joe Moore Award. And, they're, and they were ranked number four in the country in sacks given up. They gave up like 11. Line, yeah. Oh, yeah, but they were ranked number four. They gave up Damn. 11, but they were ranked number four. The offensive line they're going up against on Monday is a completely different world from what they just went against. Alabama's offensive line has been getting torched all year. On all right, so that, let me, let, let's reverse engineer it. I'm going to ask all you right. a question, and then you can tell me if I'm wrong. Because I have a distinct reason why I think Washington's going to get their head caved in. Can you stop the run, and can you run it against Michigan? See, and my counter to that was I started looking at Washington's defensive numbers. Sure. Um, they're all, they're def- their defense is ranked 90th, so I, I understand that people think their defense is terrible. They're 37th against the run, so they're not as bad against the run as people think. It's their pass defense that is horrible. So I don't, I don't, I don't think – I don't know if they can stop them. That's what makes me concerned that Michigan's going to win this game. I am a Michigan hater. I want them to lose. <laughs> Dave, I was about to say, Dave, Dave the, the key is Dylan Johnson. Can he tough it out for one more game? Doesn't matter. And he can balance it out, and then and now you can play action. You can do a lot of different things. It's not just Pinnock dropping back. Here's the other thing. Guys, Boltius, I mean, Dave, clearly. I mean, if I had my druthers, of course I don't want Michigan winning because they're a pain in the ass. The point is, I just call it like I see it. They're going to win. Here's the deal. Last night, you had 522 yards of offense to survive against Texas. You, you, you can't give up 493 and go, well, we're going to put up 522. You're not going to have the football enough. Now, if, hey, if, if Michael Penix goes out and plays this virtuoso game, every time they touch the ball, they score, fine. I, I can't that, – that's not a predictive measure. That's a fantasy. Right, but I don't think that Michigan is going to be able to bring the heat the way they brought it yesterday because if you do that and you leave their four wide receivers in single coverage, he'll find a way to get the ball to one of them. Milrow, they showed the thing where, where the camera was zoomed out. Receivers hadn't even broken their route yet, and Milrow was already getting sacked. It was that bad for them that they turned around and said, what happened? Again? Jeez, all right. Was it third and 50 now? All right, let's go back to the auto. And by the way, the spread is Michigan minus four and a half, but I think there should be a one in front of it. 14 and a half. Okay, Mike's giving me 14 no, and a I half No, I said points. I'd give you 10 if no, no. you lose and dress up as Harbaugh. But what about 14 and a half? You would need to do something much more egregious. 
You know what? Four <laughs> if, if, if Here's the thing. How about this? I just won't show up to work the next day. No, that hurts me. That doesn't help me. <laughs> no, we want you here so you can talk about it. Like, I would need you to go on the air and, like, slander David's church or something. I would need something really juicy. If you want 14 and a half. Now, I admit, I, I look, I'll be surprised if Michigan beats them by 50. But Jesus, man, it's a four and a half point spread. You want me to give you 14? But you, but you feel in double digits. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think this is a nightmare for you, though. It's a nightmare matchup. Nobody plays ball like this in the Pac-12. The closest thing would be Oregon State. Cutscene 22-20. Like, I, I, I understand the theory, and I watch. I, dude, Penix is awesome. But if you're going to make a living against UW to win a national title, and, and you're going to make a living against Michigan, making the hardest throws on the planet as you're only out, how can I pick you? Well, that's what I said. It, it, it's the run game in Dylan Johnson because that's the what no one talks about. Well, they're not going to let you do that either. So there you go. Okay. You know what? Just this just in: UW has forfeited the game. May as well get ahead of the game. Morambuic <laughs> GMC. They make car buying and certified car service a breeze. Celebrate the start of the new year with Moran, a twenty-four terrain all-wheel drive, a new Acadia seating up to seven, or a twenty-four Sierra available with a V eight. They got them all. And they got Denali's in stock, too. It's MoranExpress.com. Moran even has Yukon's in stock for the start of the year. Uh, if something's wrong with the current vehicle, just take it in. MoranExpress.com. You get a certified service appointment. You get the free loaner. It's Moran Buick GMC where you always get the best price, period. It's on Telegram. Just North Eureka and Taylor. Or at MoranExpress.com. It's Moran Buick GMC. We are professional grade. All right, let's get to the people. Lions and U of M in the mix. Multiple different storylines, different ways to play it. Odyssey.com rewind. You missed anything we've done. Uh, we go to Ben, 97.1. Ben, what's going on, brother? How are you? Hey, good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the show. Always entertaining. Um, you've been talking about accountability throughout the show. And I think Dan Campbell is starting to show himself as a liability a little bit. Um, just not, not only the reckless play, You've been talking about the three points uh, that he didn't take early. But, like, this morning on the show, basically saying he has no regrets. He's just going to play out of his emotions. Um, I'm just worried that he's got no accountability on him because he's the face of the franchise now. I mean, I don't think that that's fair to say no accountability. It's just... He, ha he lives on this razor's edge, and I think as you develop as a franchise and as a team, he's going to have to do it less. The really good teams don't go for it on fourth down because they don't need it. The really good teams don't fake punts. Yeah, they just take the points. I think, I think I just need to see him progress, that the next time around when you get a five-yard penalty, even though you got screwed, you can't be going for two from the seven. You know, the original well, the original play is actually the right play by the numbers to go for the win. I can't rip him. Well, and I, I love Dan Campbell's passion, but he's been making these same mistakes throughout the year, and it doesn't seem like he's progressing, and that's why I, I fear the accountability issue because it's like one thing early in the year to be gambling too much, but when you're on the road in Dallas in a playoff atmosphere to the number two seed, and you don't take those three points early. And then you basically say you let your emotions get the best out of you, but you don't 
have any regret on the morning show this morning. Yeah, it that bothered concerns me. me moving forward. That bothered me. I agree with you. That bothered me because to it was me, a little you spiteful. Should, yeah, I just you should be a little reflective. Now, if he actually believes it's the right move from the seven, I mean, Ben, we may have a bigger problem because by the numbers, that's almost a fifteen percent negative win differential by making that decision. It's just not the right call. And I do believe the way yeah. your defense played, you win that game in OT. I really believe that. And I'm worried a little bit with him saying he plays the analytics. Like you're, you've been calling him out all show. He's not playing the analytics here. He hasn't been consistent throughout the year. And, you know, to me, I just feel like if he's still not getting it after that loss, you're going into the playoffs. He's a liability a little bit to the team. And, um, and even just against Minnesota, I'm a little bit concerned with him playing the starters in the sense that if they if they lose this game because Minnesota has a lot to play for, yeah, they laid an egg. But again, it's like a shot to the confidence. You feel like your team got ripped off, they're kicked. You want that attitude going to the playoffs. If they happen to lose this game, I think, and or in, you know lose golf to injury, let's say. I just think again, he he might be making this decision out of emotion more than. Yeah, but Ben, you got to play your people this game. Minnesota is not that good. And even though they need everything, they needed everything last week. And look what happened. So it's here. I don't, you know, I was worried about this game, but they're down to no quarterback. I don't know what happened to their defense. This is a game where Detroit should get out early and by halftime. Now you can sit your guys for the second half or somewhere in the third quarter. But this is an easy, this is the best palette cleansing game that you could have is the Minnesota Vikings to get that whole Cowboys things out. And then you focus on your first home game as Mike and Kenny show up in their tuxedo. Let's do it. Oh, look, there's two teams in the league to me that have warranted and earned the right to rest starters. It's San Francisco and Baltimore. You're the one seed. You can do things on a different plane. Um, you know, obviously like would I play Lamar this weekend. No, I wouldn't. I don't think there's a reason, but am I playing everyone else? Probably. And you can't just put guys on ice. This is the game you play. Now, your quarterback is a bit special. You know, the Niners, they're dealing, you know, McCaffrey, a little bit beat up. We can recharge the batteries for two weeks. And I got got Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. You can do things, but. Trent Williams, you're going to sit. Correct. Yeah. But you're right. Other than that, you got to play. If you're sitting there waiting for Hinton Hooker, he should just start because, no, that's not how this goes. Let's not do that. Thomas, 97-1. What's up, Thomas? How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. So here's an observation, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm con- consider this. So Campbell said that he went over to the refs and they discussed the tackle eligible step by step, and yet the referee still managed to undermine that play with a penalty. Now, in the heat of moments, just considering the fact that they went over that together mm. so that it wouldn't be a mistake. And in the heat of the moment, I wouldn't necessarily believe if it was me that it was a mistake. Maybe in my heart of hearts, I believe that the fix is in. Now, if that's true, if I believe that, I'm not going into overtime believing the fix is in. I'm going to die on this hill right here, right now, on this two-point oh, play. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So – Thomas, the fix being what? The fix being that the referee, it wasn't a mistake and that 
that this call was intentional. I know that's over the top and maybe, you know, uh, it, it might be over the top, but maybe he believes, especially in the moment, if you went over a play with a, with, with the referee and yet you ran it perfectly and they, and, and they still call a penalty against you in that moment, you might be feeling like, I mean, being angry and upset, you might feel like, man, that was intentional. I went over it with this guy so that it does not be a mistake. Okay, but what does that? Why, why, but that what, why does that force you into making a ridiculous decision from the seven yard line? Because if I believe the fix is in, then I'm afraid that if I'm going to I'm going to get more of the same in overtime. Uh, you can't. You can't. I mean, listen. If that's if that's the case, Thomas. I mean, we're all living in outer space. You can't. I'll let Rico handle this one, Thomas. I'm on a different planet. I, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm Thomas. I'm good for a good conspiracy theory, but guy believes in UFOs mm, for God's sakes. I mean, no. come on. Okay. Not, okay. Not, a too- yeah. No, I'm yeah. saying Rico believes in UFOs, Thomas. I, I'm just, I can't look at it that way. I can say, look, okay, they let, screwed let me up. Ask, let me ask you this. Sure. If you, if you went over the play with the ref, and then you get a penalty for the same thing that you explained to him, how would you think or feel in that moment? I would feel but, but like the guy was an idiot and we got screwed, but now I'm not going to double down and do something stupid. But here's what you also got to remember. Yes, they went over with the ref about four to five hours ago. A lot of things have happened. The referee is not sitting there saying, oh, yeah, that trick play you told me about five hours ago. Okay, let's. I, I know he made a mistake, but... We're acting as if he was just sitting there like he's on the Lions payroll and he knew that this trick play was coming. He should have been paying attention. He should have said the right person's name and the Lions should have won. That didn't happen. But the game wasn't over yet. You still had an opportunity. Go out there, kick the extra point, lean on that defense that has playing, been playing so great and go win the game in overtime. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Hungry Howie's new specialty pizza, the pepperoni duo. Delicious, classic pepperoni, little satellite dishes, plus the original. It's double the pepperoni, $9.99. We're back on the rails. No more Kenny Cott pizza. Traditional pizza. Much like Michigan is going to be telling Washington whether they're in the mood for pizza or not, you're eating pizza? Enjoy some Hungry Howies. That's right. Uh, Monday night for the national title game. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99. Only at Hungry Howies. All right, David on the ticket text. Get back to your calls in a moment. Michigan and Lions both in play. Everything else, DGAF. It's a it's a laser-focused Tuesday. I can't change we weren't on the air yesterday, but it is one of the most. No, Juwan, talk. Buddy, I got news for you. FanDuel's <laughs> just updated live odds. I got better odds coaching U of M basketball next year than Juwan. Really? Yeah. David, let's put $20 on Mike. I'm at plus 10000 <laughs> Get them cheeks clapped by McNeese State. You oh, ain't coming back. Oh, all Sorry. right. Don't worry. We notice everything. You gave up a 90-burger to McNeese State. Good I'm heaven. so glad Michigan's football team is doing well hey, right hey, now. Hey, <laughs> the two biggest fans of Michigan football and Lions football in this town should be Juwan Howard and the Detroit Red Wings. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Pistons, forget about it. They, became, they were so bad, they even outshined all the goodness. But the Wings stink. And Michigan basketball stinks, and David, no one knows. David, it was funny, and you will get this. Mike, you may get this, but yes. 
after the Pistons won and the Lions lost, they did the Thanos meme where at the end of the movie, the uh, little Gamora was like, so did you get it? And it's the Pistons winning. Like, yeah, what did it cost you? And then it was like everything. Every day. A 92-yard <laughs> touchdown because it was like instant. Right. And it was just like, and it's the Lions thing. It cost us everything. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. David, go ahead. Uh, from Freddie from Fort Collins, Colorado, listening on the Odyssey oh, app. CSU Rams. He says, huge Michigan fan here. If Mike wears a Prince costume, I think I might have to root for Washington. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You just have me up in here looking like Austin Powers. Come on, man. <laughs> from Chris, if the Huskies cover, Mike should be forced to wear a Brock Purdy jersey and a Niners hat. That's doable. Like okay. I said, there's a difference between that. Like, if Rico loses the bet and he's got to dress as Harbaugh, or he wants me to look like Austin Powers in a cravat, there's a difference here. He gets to wear a baseball hat. I get to look. We both are going to be looking like lunatics, well, okay? Uh, That's well, great. According to the texters, they're saying, Rico, you also have to wear cleats. For four hours, I like that. you have to dress up as Harbaugh. And you got to do a massive amount of dip like he does. Okay. Do I get to just, <laughs> so long as I get to say ridiculous things in the middle of a topic. Sure. And you guys can't look at me like, what is he doing? Like, so yeah, you know, David, are you okay in there? You know, you look a little nervous. You know, we were robbed. David. Oh, no doubt, Rico. I am a big Michigan fan, but I respect that you have been on Washington from jump. So no worries there by sticking to with your team. Oh, his team. Hmm. I'm sorry. They're calling him Wait, When team. did you graduate yeah. from UW? I mean, his team. Well, you know, I got another degree, Mike, when I was uh, during, the, during the COVID season. Someone's saying to that caller, it's not rigged. The NFL's not rigged. It was just purely incompetence on the ref's part. Oh, that makes us feel that much better, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, let's go to the people. Uh, Mario is up next, 97.1. Mario, what's going on, pal? How are you? How are you, Mike? Good. Good to hear from you and Rico again. Yes, sir. I told you a couple weeks ago regarding the Tommy DeVito thing. You remember when I mentioned the the known us chickens and all that? So That's I had some right. fun with you a couple weeks ago. That's that was right. I uh, wanted to make a couple statements. Uh, actually, actually, I'd like to ask, instead of a couple statements, one question and one statement. First of all, uh, who do you and Rico fear the most for the Lions to play in the playoffs? And before you answer that question, I want to make a quick statement regarding the people bashing Goff and Dan Campbell. Look, we've had so-called smart people coaching this team in the past, i.e. Matt Patricia. Every player on that team hated him. So people who are bashing Dan Campbell, we've got 53 players who love playing for this guy. So to me, that says it all. I agree totally. Listen, we can critique certain decisions. There, There is... No yeah. conversation. This is the best coach the Lions have had in 30 years. Absolutely. Yeah. I hope this guy stays for this team forever. Forever. And then, Mario, I will say this, and we'll probably get into this a little bit more as the week goes on, but I think that the team that if you're the Lions you want to play would be the Rams because I think you would be dialed in and focused, and you would be ready to go up against Matthew Stafford. I think Correct. if you played the Packers – it's a little bit of, well, they're a cute team. And I don't know if you would take Green Bay as seriously as you would if you played the Rams. Well, that is the team. I'm glad you mentioned the Packers. Of all the teams that we could potentially play, Dallas, Philly, the Rams, Green Bay, Green Bay I fear the worst. Number one, it's a divisional opponent. Number two, the way they played us Thanksgiving. Now, you can say a lot of things about how that game went. 
how we shot ourselves in the foot, so on. They played a great game for having 17 starters not, not available to play. I think Green Bay comes into Detroit. They do not fear Detroit. They don't, they yeah, do not you know fear. what, Mario? Here's why. Green Bay is just young and stupid and don't know that they're supposed to be in the playoffs exactly. and supposed to be afraid. They got nothing to lose. Well, the other, you know? the other big thing is, I mean, Mario, let's face it. They are an elite pass protection unit. You do not have a good pass rush. Yes, Aiden finally reappeared and had a couple of sacks. But overall, they're going to drop back. You're not going to get to Jordan Love. And their weapons are weapons. I, look, I know it sounds crazy, but Christian Watson's a weapon. Jaden Reed is a weapon. You don't get 10 touchdowns by accident. Yeah, The running backs are getting healthy. Now, I also don't want to play a divisional team because when you play somebody a third time, everybody knows everybody's going to do. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. No, I I'm with Rico Ram- on this. Yeah. I, and I, in a sick way, I want the Rams. And uh, and for those who don't want the Rams, because, oh, that means Stafford's coming back and you got to talk about it. I don't care. This is the perfect thing for you because you're going to be laser focused to stop him. What do you mean you don't want to talk about it? There's only one person who doesn't want to talk about it, and he does the middays. I can't wait to talk about a week of shows, <laughs> Stafford coming back. I said some. You don't need to say some. Just say Doug. He's your roommate. But Not now. I mean back right. in college. But no, the Green Bay Packers, probably the one team that you don't because they're just young and stupid and don't realize they should be nervous. Because to them, we didn't think we were going to get here in the first place. Right. Free roll. Let's go to Steve, 97.1. Stevie, what's going on, buddy? <clears throat> Nothing much. Just uh, wanted to – the earlier caller kind of, you know – said what I kind of wanted to say about the decisions about Dan Campbell, and then I've been listening for a while, so you guys have pretty much covered it. But I just wanted to advise, you know, that, yeah, Dan Campbell has been a gambler, and that's his style, but sometimes you got to temper that, man, because you're going to get in a situation where everybody, oh, he's a gunslinger, this is what he does. That's not coaching. That's just oh, you might as well just let the players decide, you know? if you, You're just going to go for it every time, no matter what. I don't care. I don't care what situation. You just got sacked. Now it's fourth and 20. I'm still going to go for it. This is what we do. We bite kneecaps. All that is a slippery slope. You have to temper that. You can't just go for it all the time. This is not John. Yeah. This is not This is not Madden. You can't, oh, I'm going to go for it fourth and two every time. I'm going to go for Steve, it. Steve, Steve, there's no argument. I agree with you. And at a certain point, like it's – I laugh because you get these people that are going to be Campbell defenders at all costs, and there's going to come a day where they become the loudest critics, where one of his decisions yep. in a massive game is going to be egregious, and they're going to explode. And guys like Rico and I are going to sit here going, told you. What would you expect? Steve, you have every right to say it. I, I absolutely respected going for two at the end of the game the first time. I did not respect going forward from the seven or the four, and the math agrees with me. And there are I times, also didn't like not taking the field goal in the first half. Right, because here's the thing about the analytics. Game over. Game over right there. Right. Game's over. Because the game's analytics you go. Know, you don't have to go to the bite the kneecaps. You, game's over. Simple football. Hey, it's a close game. We're on the road. Yeah. We got a chance to be the team that's been averaging 40 points at home. We got a chance to take a field goal. Points are at a premium. Yeah. Let's take the field goal. Yeah. That's it. No, because analytics analytics go this way. It doesn't take into account feel of the game. And for that game, your defense was playing well. 
you go ahead, you kick the extra point, and you lean on that defense that held Dallas at home to half of what they've scored Correct. all season long. And by the just way, like one last, of the plays was a broken play. Right. But, Mike, just like last night, if Saban, if they would have scored, had lined up and said we're going for two, I would have said you should because you're lucky to be in this situation. You can't beat Michigan in a bunch of overtimes. You don't have that type of offense. That's what the analytics don't take into account is the feel of the game. And for Campbell, you had everything, and you chose to go the route of, well, I don't think we're going to win this thing in overtime. Guess you would have. Hey, by the way, Michigan fan, you awake? They hung over. Open, open line. Format, whatever Doug says. Listen, it's been equal time. Everything we've brought up, every reset, 50% Lions, 50% Michigan. But right now it's about, I don't know, eight out of every 10 callers, Lions. I'm just saying. Or, I'm sorry, does it not go with your narrative that Rico and I are just grown-ass dudes? Give you your props, give you your flowers. Yeah, we were supposed to come out and say how lucky you were, and oh my goodness, No, that's what they do. No, 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 I said that's what they were expecting. They didn't expect to hear... Well, it's going to be a difficult game. And, you know, for Washington, you better not let Michigan drive the ball and go on eight, nine-minute drives constantly because you're going to lose the game. But just, for the Lions, build a pine box and throw UW in it. You're, you're national champions. I'm not going that far. Okay, I am. I, I don't want to. I'm starting to feel that way, but I don't want to. Listen, it's okay. You know what? I believe in my God. I'm glad you do. The perfect temperature to won the sleep, Heisman. 68 degrees. Uh, listen, uh, what's not for debate, the best mattress made on planet Earth, the iComfort Eco by Serta. It is supportive, designed to keep you cool, comfortable, feeling restored, or there's Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort support while you maintain a balanced sleep temperature. Serta, made in Michigan, have been for 110 years. All you need to do is go to Serta.com to find a retailer near you. Talking Lions, and we are talking the Michigan Wolverines. Was a little bit of a dealer's choice for the Lions. I know a lot of people still upset about what happened Saturday, and for that emotional roller coaster that you were on, Wolverine fans feel just as happy about what happened last night. So two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. A little bit of a dealer's choice. Let's just go right out to the phone lines. Let me see who's been holding the longest of beat. Josh, you're on 97.1. Rico. Hey, man. Mike, how you guys doing? Love the show. Thanks. Um, wanted to touch base on the Lions. It, you know, it was like going from ecstasy to the most disappointing thing you could imagine. Um, you know, a few callers ago, they, they mentioned that they felt like the fix is in. And I just want you to hear me out on this. I'm not going to get into the whole conspiracy sure. thing. But – the Lions are set to play the Los Angeles Rams. And I think what would be the best for ratings? It would be Matt Stafford coming in and playing his old team in Detroit in the playoffs. Um, also, hey, can't have the Lions come in and beat Dallas after having the Jimmy Johnson halftime show. <clears throat> I'm kind of curious to see what's going on here because – seems like the Lions are continuously getting screwed. Now, you know, what is the league going to do about it? I don't know. But you got Philadelphia, who's the favorites yesterday, well, two days ago, and they lose to the Cardinals. You know, the Lions should be the two seed here. 
all that money, and the NFL's in, in bed with all these gambling sites. I like to gamble on sports. It just right, seems right, kind of strange to me. But, Josh, here's the thing. You got to look at when it goes the other way because, yes, they did the whole Jimmy Johnson thing. But you know what happened at the beginning of the year when you went out to Kansas City? They had the ring ceremony. They put everything up, and that was a Kansas City party that the Lions crashed. And then I agree. And then you had the Barry ceremony here where all of a sudden his statue went up. And I think it was Seattle. It was. Didn't care. Seattle came in and said, and we're still going to win this game. So I, I think it's a little bit of a stretch that they're trying to manipulate this because the NFL is going to get ratings regardless. Because, by the way, they killed the NBA on Christmas Day, by the way. RIP to the NBA because the ratings – or like the worst game for the NFL, I think was 19 million. The NBA's best game, I believe, was like six. So, Look, yeah. I, and I know we're not doing this today. But you know, what part of the problem is the product is horrific. Oh, it's horrible. The NBA's a bad product. Like, it's cool when you watch the Warriors take 53 three pointers or the Celtics. You know, it's not cool watching Pistons and Spurs fire a combined 93s and make 10 of them. The game itself, from an analytics standpoint, it's made it unwatchable. Yeah. It just has. Right. So, I mean. But when I saw the numbers, like the NFL was like, you know what? How about we start doing this Christmas Day thing? But you're living it right now. Yeah. We have Michigan and we have the Lions. We're openly talking both. It is four or five to one Lions. Yeah. The best college game will get half the numbers of the best NFL game. Like, that's what you're dealing in. The NFL takes all the oxygen out of the room. It's funny because I hear people, all you guys do is ever talk is the NFL. Like, cause that's what the people want to talk about. Yeah, I, th- this is this is <laughs> breaking news for you. <laughs> this is a business. Right. Yeah, you never talk the, the wings and the pistons. Well, sure we do. Yeah. We do it more than any other show on this station. But, I mean, yeah, man, football, it's Michigan football, and it's going to be Lions football. But the Lions... Dude, I, I here, I got two open lines. Guarantee it's going to be two Lions fans. I mean, I, I have openly said, I picked Michigan to beat Bama, and I'm telling you, I think you're going to dump truck Washington. Do you have any fear of it? You, you can't get a call. Now, if you thought I was going to come on the air with the Wambulance or something, well, I, I'm sorry, dude, I ain't 25 anymore. Like, my identity's not wrapped up in football. Like, yeah, yeah the Eagles won a Super Bowl. Somehow my life carried on. You guys can win the Natty. Hell, win two while you're at it. I don't have to like you, but I got a job we're doing. I'll always talk about you, and I'll always shoot you straight. I mean, you're a very good football team. You're probably the best in America. I do believe you're winning it all, and I also think you're cheating scumbags. It's a win. As you like to say, both things right. can be true. So's Kansas basketball. The world still turns. Yeah. No, you are correct. But you know what else I'm correct about? Uh, MSU hoop stinks. They've won like three straight games. I don't care. It's against Indiana State. You ever drive through Terre Haute? It's the only place that smells worse than Gary. Yeah, I have a question for you, Rico. Speaking of that. Oh, boy. Why didn't Michigan State wear their 78 throwbacks? Yeah, Rico. Since you're the guy. And it's 1979. Oh, 79. Sorry. Wrong year. Thanks for the correction, Mike. I was on vacation. It's not up to me. No. You need to tell them. You know what? You see the schedule. No. 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 You know who needs to tell them? This guy. (laughs) He grew up down the street from Max. The, the, the guy who's in control of MSU. No, not ah! Mexicans. Mex Carey. 
Yeah, they, they're fellow Troyers. They, they chop it up over a uh, Sal's Pizzeria. We don't have any pizzeria <laughs> named Sal. All right, that's all. Um, I'm sorry I brought it no, up. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I'm just waiting for the return of Kareem Abdul Jacoler. Rico, tell you know me. I hate that I told you. It's going to turn it all around. Let's go over to Larry. You don't have to look at Maddie, is what I'm saying. Fair. He could actually score in the post. Let's go to Larry, 97 1. What's up, Larry? Hi, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Love your show. Thanks, Thanks Larry. Uh, as it relates to the um, as it relates to the Michigan Wolverines, I think win, lose, or draw after Monday night, uh, Harbaugh is off like a prom dress because there's any number of NFL teams who will give him a parking lot full of Brinks trucks. Uh, I'll hear what you have to say. I'll hang up and listen. Well, um, okay, I, I admit this. I'm biased. Let me just admit the bias, which most people don't do. I said this summer before any of this NCAA stuff came about, I thought this was last year in Ann Arbor. Nothing that's happened since would change my mind. Now, again, I am not intimately involved in the contract negotiations, but um, I it is my opinion, last I checked, I'm paid for it, Harbaugh's side leaked that stuff a week ago about the contract extension and the no NFL clause because it reeked of, better come get us. We got, I got you a dollar. Mm-hmm. Dude, if they offered 10 at 125 with no NFL and you don't want the NFL, you sign it yesterday. Yep. So, but he's got an agent now. And that was part two. He's just hired Tom Brady's old agent, Don Yee. And I do believe you could see as many as eight NFL openings. Look, I don't care. He can stay. He can go. The coordinators run the ship. Will it be eight openings? I think there's eight. Up to, all right. So, what do you want to go through them? Yeah. All right. So, Washington, one. Okay. Carolina, two. New England's going to be three. Oh, yeah. I think who's going to fill the New England? is going to create another opening, which is Tennessee. So Okay, so that means it's still three, because that means that Vrabel will go there. Vrabel goes yeah. there, but that creates an opening in Tennessee. So Tennessee. You're going to have the Chargers. You're going to have potentially – I don't think – I'd hope the Raiders would give Pierce the oh, job. Oh, no, see, right? if, if the Raiders – that would be so Raiders not to give Pierce this job. You could see Atlanta be open. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, you mentioned Chicago yet. No. I think they're bringing Eberflus back. Okay. okay. I, I think if, if Eberflus, really him and Justin Fields, they can win there. Take those picks, flip them, get more, and surround this man with something. What are we doing with the Steelers? That's a that's a great question. No, Nothing. There's a lot of whispers. It's up to Tomlin. Yeah, it's up to right. him. If Tomlin's had enough, he's out. I'm going to stick with five. Okay. Because if anything, I think Tomlin's one of those coaches who will let everybody know, I'm going to do this for one more year so he can get his flowers. I'm trying to go through the rest of the teams. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Because I, I, people always say like eight teams, but I came up with about five. It's changed since those numbers a lot came of, out, like, though. Because Chicago is Sean no McVay longer. saying he's going to stay. And so. Salah is going to stay. Correct. Because Aaron, Aaron wants him there. But, yeah, all right. Buffalo five. has now played Here's, their way back into the playoffs. Here's the open. Look, the, the, the best opening, if you're Harbaugh, you want the Chargers gig. It's a laid-back life. Right, it, the Spanoses don't bother nobody as owners. You get Justin Herbert. It's not a high pressure deal. And, but I, see, the irony of that is, if you're, I think his main competition comes from this state. It's Ben Johnson, young. The one job, if I'm Harbaugh, I would never touch with a ten foot pole is Carolina. 
You got I, look. The best thing Harbaugh could do. I have always said this. Stay at Michigan. They're never firing you. Mm-hmm. This guy could get suspended every year, death taxes, no, and do see, something wrong. He'll never get fired. If they're truly offering you ten at one twenty-five, and you'd have to kill someone to lose your job, you live next door to your parents. You get your hair cut where Bo got his. Right. Stay. But if you, if you stay at Michigan, that means that you're probably going to get that year-long suspension where you won't be around the team, and I don't think that Jim, his ego could handle that. He'd make the money, but a year, a sabbatical? 12.5, and he gets to sit the year out. Where do I sign? Kenny, we're out of here. Yeah, 12, sign me up for that. 12.5, and we're off the air till August. <laughs> where do I sign? The people, next, 97.1. All right, 97.1, 5 o'clock. Just some interesting data. Uh, one of the 17 million shows out there on these networks that does a little sports betting. The early data, not from our sponsor, FanDuel, but from a different book. Michigan is favored by 4.5 over UW. I think they're absolutely going to bomb this team. Rico is standing by his man, Mr. Michael Penix. Um, early, according to this sports book, 40% of tickets make up 62% of the money on U of M, meaning less tickets make up more money, bigger tickets, smarter people, etc. It's very early to do that, but we're in the business of fun. We're not going to sit here and let it play out. Uh, but we've asked the question to Michigan fans. I mean, is there any doubt you're winning this? It's happening. And again, whatever happens afterwards, that is not what the discussion is right here and now, like go to Houston, get the memories, do what Auburn did when they played Oregon. No mm-hmm. one remembers scam Newton and all that crap. And if the NCAA takes it away, they take it away. This Louis is Louisville did right. This is not a conversation yeah. of what should have happened. It's about what we thought would happen, which was you were never not going to be allowed to play. I don't live in fantasy land. There's too much money. You're too valuable as a brand. And you might have the best football team in America. I I think Washington is a dream matchup for you. So we're talking about it. And the Lions, which we weren't on the air since Saturday night. Unless you live in a cave, you arrive where we're at now. You got boned again. The league did it again to this team. And whether it was Golden Tate with Atlanta, Calvin twice, once with Seattle, once the process with the Bears. Whether it's, it's, what was the other one? Oh, picking up the flag in Dallas. Like, why does it keep happening? The Lions had a brilliant play called. It was deception defined. It was perfect. Totally perfect. You were going to put multiple offensive linemen over there. Only one of them would speak and report. You inform the lead ref, Brad Allen, this is what you were going to be doing. And this dimwit still got it wrong and screwed you. But your coach doubled down and decided I'm going for two from the seven. No. I'm going for two from the four. No. And then you got bailed out going for two on the seven. Because, uh, you know. Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons jumps offside. Free play. Go ahead. Savor it. Purple confetti Uh, for you. I don't even know why you like these clowns. Purple rain. The point is, guys, there has to be a line If you believe in the analytics, here are the numbers. It's simple. Going for two in the win, plus like 2.5% 
to the win column. You go for it. Going for it from the seven, that's about a negative 15% differential. From the four, about a 5% negative differential. You don't go for it when it's negative and doesn't apply advantage. So Dan Campbell didn't listen to his own numbers. Now, if you want to hear from Dan Campbell, good, glad you asked. Morning show, Stoney and Cookies did a really nice job of this. And Cookies, I thought, stood his ground on it. And I thought Campbell played ball because he was a human being about it. Yeah. I'm good. There's no issue. Um, but take a listen. This is, did Dan Campbell have a line in the sand as far as he was, like, could it have been first and goal from the 30? Take a listen. What the heck? People taking my stuff? Okay. I thought, I thought you were going to hit it again. Nah, it just. It really does go in. I was buying David time. What happened? I don't know. Kenny, did you take my stuff? No. All right. We'll hear from the morning show in a little bit. We go to the callers right now, and David just punched a computer. Okay, then. <laughs> Happy New Year. Let's go to Derek in Rochester, 97.1. Derek, how you doing, bud? I'm good, Mike. It's the DK Broiler just checking in with you guys here. And uh, I just had a, uh, before I get into my Lions question, I have proof of Rico's fandom. I did see him last year in Seattle, Washington at the MSU yes. Washington game. <laughs> this and was I the famous where he picked up his fandom. This is the famous trip where Rico did not pack a change of clothes, flew in, flew out all in a six hour span. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, no. And, That's and Derek, amazing if he did that. It really did happen. Yes, go ahead. Uh, no, I've liked Penix going back to the days of Indiana. I thought, like, this guy is good. He just kept getting hurt. So that's where it all came from. Well, he did single-handedly beat MSU uh, when he was at Indiana. So it was just a foregone conclusion. When he had help, he was going to smoke us when he was uh, at Washington. So, But uh, here's my question here. And uh, help me out. I just want to know if I heard this right. With Jared Goff and the Lions in that situation, um, in the post game, did he not say he's answering all the questions, but did he not say that he had never felt this way before regarding what had happened? And so my question is, I kind of chuckled and I said, welcome, you know, welcome to the club, pal. Is, is golf lionized by him saying that? Rico. Hmm. I'm going to say no. Did you guys hear that? I mean, I heard that yeah. he said he had never felt this way before in the post game. Yeah, but because I, I don't think he's ever had a game stolen like this. I mean, that's really the problem. See, you know what? Here's the thing, because I, I assume lion eyes is when you get that just that dead eye look where you don't have an answer for anything. And that was everybody at the end of that game. When they walked into the press conference, it was, you guys are going to ask us a bunch of questions I don't have an answer for. He was stunned. I don't know if it was lionized because it wasn't like something ridiculous. I just think that he got hit with a sucker punch and really didn't have a comeback. He did not have a good answer, Derek. Okay. Yeah, I just thought it was funny because he goes, you know, I've never felt this way before. And I was, uh-oh, this is the moment. But we'll see what happens. Thanks a lot. You right. got it, of course. Yeah, lion, lionized to me is like something self-destructive, like the whole pitch back and forth thing, like, Really? You didn't know that you they were going to do this play? Wow. Okay. Yeah, and again, I mean, when you say you never felt that way before in the postgame, and you go, hey, I might get fined for this. No, I think he was angry, and I think he was a little bit befuddled. How did this happen? He was confused. Like, this, we, we did everything we, like we were supposed to do, 
and yet we got punished for doing everything we were supposed to do. Didn't make sense. And no one could make it make sense because referees don't have to talk to the media like Jared Goff had to. Oh, pool reporter. And you, and here's the thing. You got to hope that the pool reporter has a set a set of balls that he can walk in there and say, hey, you know you screwed this thing up, right? Instead, it's, well, what was your reaction to the end of the game? Well, what are you talking about? Lions brought in the wrong person. Like, I'm reading the pool report, and I'm yelling at the pool reporter, like, would you just ask, like, kind of like Campbell this morning. We have arrived at a point now where, like, Jim was getting criticized for what? Say, like, having an opinion? Especially, He's not talking to God, and good for Dan Campbell. Hey, man, this is the out. deal. Say it. Say it how you want to say it. Yeah. Let's just talk. Yeah, spit it out. But we've arrived where if you're not doing open propaganda, somehow you're the devil. No. It's okay. you, d- Dude, Dan Campbell's got a hard job, but let's boil it down. He ain't a cardiologist or a brain surgeon. He coaches a kid's game for money, and he's really good at it. But the point is, it's still sports. You made a decision that by the numbers was bad. Explain. Mm-hmm. We're talking sports. We're not talking international policy or trying to solve a crisis in the Middle East. But now, God forbid, you have a real like conversation with a sports figure. Oh, he, he's a clout chaser. It's like, or the kid did a nice job. You mean he's not doing it for clicks? <laughs> no, he, uh. did, he did everything he was supposed to do there. The situation is the game was Saturday, and they can't talk to him until Tuesday because of a holiday. I, oh, what big happened? deal. Yeah, what, I applaud what? Campbell for saying... Just say what you Thank want to you. say. Don't tap dance around this. And Cookies didn't back down and said, okay. What happens next week? They're going to have to drive down there and tape it? Yeah. And you know what? Bring Stoney in here. This Cookies guy, he's not allowed. He's lost his privileges. <laughs> how, how dare you ask me a real question? Thank you, Dan. I mean, it was a real question. It was and what everybody can, wanted to know. And you can walk away going... Dude, Dan Campbell handled that awesome. No, here's because the thing. It, you can't get offended. You made a really controversial move. I respect both parties. Yeah, I'm good with it. I respect Christ. the reporter who actually gets out there and asks the question. Like when Burkett, right after the press conference, I don't know if I'm watching on ESPN, and you could tell Burkett didn't want to ask those questions, but he was like, hey, man, I got to ask, how are you feeling? Like, are you more disappointed for this or that? He's like, well, how did Dave, how do you think I'm feeling? Right, but it's also the difference is what I can't stand. When you have Jim Harbaugh on national television, stop saying distractions. Right. Say cheating scandal. Like, if you had tax evasion problems, you don't call it a distraction. Kenny had tax evasion problems. Right. You just say it. And these reporters sit there and they're like, hey, coach, having a good day today? And you're like, what? It's sports, man. Right. You you were suspended for six games. Say it. But huh? Cry me. Yeah, no. He has not half tax evasion. No, no, right. no. But, but, but if he did, thing, he would Mike, call Abraham and Rose. Man, but here's the thing. When it comes to certain schools or certain organizations, it's the other media that turn on you. How dare you ask? Well, who cares? Question. They're losers. How dare you attack the coach or the program or our team this right. way? Why? Because you have a dead-end job and that's your meal ticket? Pretty much. Who cares? They're sports figures. What importance is any of this at the end of the day? It's a distraction from life's important stuff. No, and we it, treat sports figures like like we're talking to the oracles of society. 
No, they we, play a kid's game for money. Here's what happens. That coach or that whoever now respects you more because they know you actually know the game. You're not just here because that's your that's your job. You can you can criticize me because you know what you're talking about. I don't have to agree. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you might as well just stop. <laughs> hey. David, if you'd be so kind, a couple of ticket texts, and then we go right back to the phones. Wolverines, Lions, lots of angles. Uh, the Michigan, It's I can be very succinct. You're winning this. Like, I picked you to beat Bama. I thought we did a really good job. No, it's not patting myself on the back. It's just reality. I gave you a great cap because unlike a lot of people, I actually watch games. And it it bared itself out. And now, yeah, I I do. I think you're going to bomb Washington. Um. I'd you like also to, have a bias against Washington. I, I do, uh, because they play soft-ass football. And Michigan is orbital ramming speed. But, hey, UW is yeah, back. I know. I know. Uh, okay, great. <laughs> Super. Uh, the Lions thing, you know what we're talking about. David, the ticket text, and we'll go to the people. Tony from St. Clair Shore says, I agree the refs are at fault, and I love Dan Campbell being aggressive, but at some point he needs to simply take points. I'm hoping that... He does not continue with this and learn his lesson. You can't give away points. I'm on the road. It's early. My defense is playing really well. CeeDee Lamb fumbles into the end zone. I then need a fake punt to pop for 30 yards just to salvage points. I viewed that as a 10-point swing, and he decided to go for it on fourth down, and I'm like, no, take the points. You saw Kyle Shanahan do this yesterday. San Francisco had a couple of cracks at it from, like, the mm-hmm. three. They didn't get in. Took the points. I'm on the road. I'm off a loss. I, I want to just stabilize. Defense Let, is playing well. Right, let's let's just, just get these. Now, yes, they distanced themselves later. But take the points. one time. If you take the points one time early, you give yourself a bigger runway to the hyper-aggression later. Mm-hmm. I just... And then you force the other team to have to do... You know, the gambling thing. Okay, now we have to score and we have to you go for two. You want to hurt Dallas for their mistakes. Yeah. So when CD, and you've, you've nailed it, that is one of the worst rules in sports, the whole fumble it out of the end zone touchback. Yeah. Make them pay. Walk away with something. Walk away with a party favor. Take three. It's a possession you're not supposed to have. Just to, And you were, honestly, you should have been down seven. Take my, the three. My philosophy has always been, you always got to get points off a of turnover. Period. If it's three, it was free money, take the three points, and then go ahead, and when you get the ball back, you score the touchdown. But you can't walk away with nothing off of a turnover. David. Kyle from Waterford says, we will never know what happens in the last 23 seconds of that game, but this had playoff implications, and that ref should not be able to ref another game this season. Unfortunately, He'll be on your TV Saturday afternoon, national television, Steelers-Ravens. Okay, here's the only problem I have with the ref should never get another game. If all of a sudden somebody did a false start, does that mean that player gets cut because they cost you? Yes. It rarely happens. It's just a false start, and it's a penalty, and the player says, my bad. But if the ref makes a mistake, we act as if the ref should be publicly hung and just banished to the sun. It's like, what if Dan Campbell gets to punch him in the face? <laughs> sure. I mean, but I just, it, uh, he should never ref again. No, he's going to ref again. He made him miss. Every player has made that mistake. Thrown an interception. You know, 
They fumble the ball. Missed the field goal. Rico. Nope. Punch face. Okay. Michael Parsons, you're offside. They score on a two point conversion. Sorry, you're cut. Right. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> but go. I get what you're saying. Let's go to Rick, 971. Rick, what's going on, buddy? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, I'm thrown for a loop now. I knew everything I was going to say until you guys just said something about Washington plays soft ass football. Uh, I'll admit that I'm biased. Um, I'm a Washington alum. 91 was my senior year. I was at the Rose Bowl game. I watched uh, Washington kick in Michigan's cranium and collect their natty. But I'm going to be neutral. And I'm going to say, Mike, I liked everything you said. Rick, you don't have to be year. neutral. You don't have to be neutral. <laughs> well, I, I want to be fair and analytical <laughs> like you two are. Okay. You guys, you guys, Mike love Mike. I respect you uh, immensely for your ability to pick on Michigan State because you're a professional. So I want to be professional as well in my analysis. All right, here let's hear it. Because, all right, well, I agreed with Mike earlier in the year when he said they have an NFL – when Mike said uh, Washington's the real deal. They run an NFL-style offense, they got an NFL-style quarterback, and they got NFL-caliber receivers. And Rico and, – and then, you know, they, they put up 50 yards – uh, or 50 points a game for the first, you know, five, six games. And then I think they took some time off to work on their running game. And then you had those close games and, uh, and they barely won. And that's when Mike said, Oh, they, Oh, they're a fraud. And then Rico, you, uh, a couple of times when we were talking about the lions winning close games, you said, but that's what good teams do. They find a way to win. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets this lucky. Nobody wins. Um, not just the 14 games we played so far this year. We won six going back to last year. We've got the longest winning streak in it's college 21 football in a right row. now. We won 20 games, 21 so, in a but row. But here's my problem. Yesterday. When I look at how you win some of these games, and let's relate it not to a, a mystery opponent, but to Michigan. You know, you put up 523 yards last night and needed to survive because you gave up 495. I, I just, mm-hmm. Rick, listen, I need you to win like oxygen because I can't stand Michigan. But the bottom line is, mm-hmm. I don't think you're running it against them. And I don't think you're going to be able to stand up against their run. And if you can't do those two things, Penix is awesome, and Adunze, and McMillan, and Polk. But, man, you can't yeah. live on that. But, but see, I, I, don't, I don't think it's luck. I, I think it's skill. I, think, I, I don't think that these catches are luck, that where Penix is putting the ball is luck. Like Rico said, Rico's in love with Penix because he's good. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. The bottom line is this. Rick, understand something. If they win this, I mean, Penix will have offered you a Vince Young Rose Bowl performance, meaning That's a good way of putting it. virtuoso. Carried the team. The throws he makes, people around here don't appreciate because the Big Ten doesn't have any quarterbacks. I'd hate to break that to you. Best quarterback Michigan faced all year was Kyle McCord. Up next, you're at Syracuse. Tell me you're awful at football without telling me. Panics will make throws that look so easy. And football people will tell you that's impossible. Like he will literally with the flick of a wrist 20 yards down the field, only where his guy can catch it deep out route. Mm-hmm. And it's paint, paint bucket. Yeah. These deep balls. Yeah. He hit, I think he hit a, a fullback on a wheel route. Hanover between, or whatever his name yeah, is between yeah. three people. And it was like, wow, wouldn't have thrown that but the thing. So all I'm saying is, is when you are making, like I, I call them like 95 percentile throw. Like you are making a throw that five, five percent of people can make. That's a hard way to live against U of M. Yeah. That's it's, a hard way. Yeah. It's kind of, well, it, it, it is Mike, but 
I think you put it best. If you can control the ball and every drive is eight, nine minutes long, if you're Michigan, the one thing that when you when Penix has to sit on the sideline too long, he gets out of rhythm. That's the biggest flaw that he and has. And I could see something where it's a two-to-one time of possession for you. But, but if you're Michigan, realize this ain't a J.J. Showcase game. This is a Blake Corum game. Yeah, this would be one where the Don. No, I said it was a Blake Corum game. All right, I thought he was reinventing the sport. I just thought I'd give him a shout-out. He, he did, and he's still working on it. The NFL regular season wrapping up, but plenty of sports. It's FanDuel, $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets. Win or lose, whether it's the same game parlays, sides, totals, props, you name it, FanDuel's got more betting markets than anyone. FanDuel.com forward slash ticket. It's FanDuel, official partner in 97 won the ticket. 21 and up, present Michigan. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. That bonus issued in non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms. Sportsbook.fanduel.com. You got a gambling problem? 1-800-270-7117. All right, David. Busy day. You guys missed anything? Odyssey.com. Rewind. Michigan. About a million different ways. The Lions. Same deal. And I still walk away positive about both teams. Obviously, Michigan, I think you're absolutely winning this thing. Rico and I will battle on that, I'm sure, a lot. Because UW, is, he's been right on them all year. I just I think it's a horrible matchup for UW. And Washington versus everybody. Michigan is galvanized. Like, I don't have to agree with how they arrived there, but I can't deny its effectiveness. Um, I think and- both teams can, they use, they feed off of the hate. Michigan off of, oh, people think we cheated. And for Washington, I think it's nobody they were all, they're always underdogs in well, every in game. In fact, you did cheat. So, I mean, there is that small detail. Um, David, ticket text before small we get Mr. Regrants. I know, small. No so, competitive. So, advantage. we ended football today talking about resting players. Someone did send this text in saying, I think the Lions should rest J-Mo, Ragnow, and Decker. Thoughts? No. Well, I mean, J-Mo, first of all. J-Mo, no. Made the biggest play. Yeah, and then, and then, of course, he- ends up in the tent. He was dancing just fine, right. but then his ankles hurt. Yeah. What was that dance move he was doing? I have no idea. Looked fantastic. Looked like Kenny after about ten beers. <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> it was called the Kenny trying to find his keys. I could see the old linemen resting them because you're going to need them. So I, I Dan Campbell I'm okay knows, with that. and if you got a veteran who's banged up and the rest could really help, sure. I. That that I generally will tell but you, I, you, you know leave what, to the coach. Kind of like Dan Campbell. David, just have the person say what they want to say. Are you going to rest J- Jared Goff? No, you're not. He's going to play. You're not going to see Hendon Hooker. All right. Thank you, John. Little baby Houston. Look out for him or her in nine months. Wait, that, that was John? Yes. Yeah. From when? The broadcast? Last night. Hit it again, right. David. Oh, my God. God, that's fantastic. You like that, don't you? I, I enjoy that. You hear Doug yelling in the background. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Wow. Good for those guys. How you guys doing? Good. Super. What's going on? Uh, nothing. I mean, my goodness. I, I kind of feel uh, the wings suck and the Pistons suck, but you got Michigan that could win a natty. And if you don't feel good about the Lions after that Dallas game, once you finally get past getting screwed and Dan Campbell's decisions – I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I would pick them against every team in the NFC with the exception of one, 
And if they go to San Francisco, I think they're in the game. I don't think they get blown out. Glad you do. <laughs> that would just be another version of uh, Michigan and Washington. What do you mean? A blowout. Oh, you you are convinced Michigan gets wrecked. Or I admit Michigan Washington. wrecks Washington. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just like I'm convinced the Lions would, it would be like the game at RFK Stadium in 91. Wow. You're not ready for that. But here's the thing. I didn't think they were ready to go into Dallas. They held the team that averaged 40 at home to and, 40. And, and, uh, and I'm hoping things hold true for the other 14 times that UW has played. He said, you don't have a chance. I yeah. have not said. Now, that's not fair. I picked him to bomb state. I picked him okay. a couple of you, times. You know what? You're well, correct. That's I, mean, I didn't think right. they'd beat Oregon, and I didn't think they'd beat Oregon State. Oregon State. Guilty as charged. That was that weather game. Hold on. You weren't going to beat Oregon. You were going to beat Oregon State. You weren't going to beat Oregon again. Okay, that was a mistake. Now, outside of that, let's not get carried away. And you're not beating Texas. I, okay, didn't say that. Did not say that. Didn't bet it. I told you didn't you. bet it, but you told me Texas was Just because I was rooting. I know. Doesn't matter. Who, who was rooting harder yesterday, Matthew McConaughey or Valenti? For you see, Texas? You see that? Well, Texas is back. That's your Yeah, team, but right? I mean, I already – all my point was is they were going to beat Bama and win the Big 12. I'm off the hook. I, my prediction worked. I never said they were going to win the Natty. No. I just didn't want to hear him. You do look happy. He loves you, Dub. It's a weird thing. It's really the Penix thing. You fell in love with him when he was in Indiana. Right, and then was it was this – Season 10 for him? And then as – Ironically, they came in, they blistered state and state season tanked. And um, in order to enjoy football, I had to pick a team. Got a B team. Right. I got or else I would have had to cash out in September, Rieger. I didn't want to do that. I've been waiting for college football. So I said, you know what? I like Washington. I'm going to follow them this year. Okay. I didn't want to. Mike seems stressed. What's the problem, Mike? What's going Not. on? You okay? Rieger, you walk in, you do realize because I know a lot of your shows are 40 minutes. You do realize hour at the end time. of a four-hour run. Oh, I, I realize. Yeah. You're just kind of right. like, yeah, you I don't get have the hell an up. opinion about spent. nothing. I got you. I don't know nothing about nothing. So, no, if you approach me at 2, you're going to get a different version of me than at 6. I, it I also doesn't it. help, Mike, when he, Jeff Rieger, berates you with every question. Well, what, what, have, what have I done? I'm a, I'm a curious guy. Right, but what see, do you want curiosity is not what I'm looking for at 6 o'clock. Now, what the hell are you doing next? Where's your partner? Well, if I know, he's probably in Pasadena still partying. Oh, that's great. So basically, if your team's good, you just get weeks off on end here from the ticket. Is that how this works? Yeah, I think so. You make your own schedule. I think he's going to be back tomorrow. Woj if I had the bill, I would hit it. So what about Doug? When's Doug coming back? Couldn't tell you. Well, what about John? When's John coming I know back? he's not back tomorrow, okay. so I guess you'll be waiting till Wednesday Those for his memories from Pasadena. But didn't everybody come back last night? I don't know what back. to tell you. What do you want? Rico, talk to him. I'm done. <laughs> I can't do this. All right, here's what we're going to do. We only got an hour, then we go to Lions Review. I think people want to talk about both Michigan and the Lions, so it's kind of a smorgasbord. You're, you're breaking down Juwan Howard? Oh, the other Michigan. So, um, have you ever seen anything like it? You ever see anything like it? Michigan lost to two schools with no mascots. Long Beach State and McNeese State, there's no mascots. And at home. Yeah, but they weren't raised in the streets Do you know that McNeese State, you know how Mike always makes fun of like who Michigan has played back in the 20s? Rieger. McNeese State played a school called Bible Studies. And then they rolled in and they beat Michigan. Rieger. They played somebody called Champ Catholic. Rieger. And then they beat Michigan. You're doing radio for none right I'm just now. saying. I'm just saying. What an embarrassment. I get it. They're in the national title game. Nobody cares.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 